0: Welcome, everybody, to a very special Savage Gentleman podcast. And and I've said that before, and I'll probably say it again, but to date, this is, this is a really interesting one for me. I have a really cool guest, someone who I've been wanting to speak with for quite some time. Um, the... Man... <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, good, I, I good feel luck like with this. I know. I, well, I feel like he needs <laughs> I mean, no description, and and because it's you're really hard to describe. Um, but uh, but I have with me, Mark Twight in his home. Actually, we're we're once again in the nonprofit studio because I'm here visiting, you guys, which is always a treat. And um, it's good to see you. Actually, it's 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 good to be here. Like good to see you. Likewise, um, mm-hmm. this is actually. This might be a hard one for me. Um, okay. I'm, well, I, I don't. I don't typically get super nervous on these, and and I usually have a, an idea of what I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And there's too many things, and I don't know where to start. <laughs> <sighs> Let's start with that that really sweet
1: double leg that I Ooh, that okay. you allowed me. To <laughs> yeah. All right. Well,
0: and and some of you guys may not know this, but um, Mark is not um, a wrestler by trade. This was not your craft. <laughs> so far from it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, one of the most accomplished uh, alpinists out there, author, photographer, philosopher. Um, man, there's the list could go on and on. Smack talker. Smack talker. To- man, you're <laughs> really good at that. I think that might be one of no, your. No, I actually don't do that that well. I do disappointed mm. dad real well. <laughs> okay, which I think I, I, can have actually more effect, truthfully. I,
1: I always, I, I found it to be so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, wor- I mean, it, whatever you're doing, it's working out so far. So keep it up. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, one of the, I mean, Mark and I, we, you and I, we spent quite a bit of time together. And I think one of the most enjoyable for me and hopefully for you was, was a, a little, little bit of time there where we spent doing some combatives trainings.
1: Yes, Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, that to me was,
1: well, I'll say Mm. (laughs) eye-opening. Not because I thought it would be easy or anything, but um, I was, yeah, surprised at how remarkably technical (laughs) even the simplest things are. Sure. And... It made it pretty darn obvious why um, no one gets good
0: by next week. Yeah, I, well, with everything, and you know it, this, well, but yeah. it's, I, well, it, anything meaningful, sure, anything meaningful, right? Um, and you know, obviously, you have a very strong aptitude uh, with a firearm. You've spent a ton of time um, competed at arguably the highest level of competitive Ooh, shooting. Not Is high, that not, not, not highest.
1: highest? Oh no, um, there. As with anything, there are there are. Categories, classifications, levels upon levels. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh. But you didn't suck. Um, <laughs> uh, at first, yeah. Sure. I. I, I, I mean, I I, I. I sucked in blue and like did it all. Of it, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> you know, I. Uh, I never had an uh, negligent discharge. Okay. The that's, the, the that's only a win. Uh, house pop that ever happened was um, uh, I had attended a gunsmithing. Uh, class for about 10 days and um, uh, built uh, a custom pistol Mm -hmm. during during that time and was in that uh, in the period after that I had uh, I was working on another pistol and may have taken a little bit too much material off the sear and I thought okay I think this is gonna follow um, but let's see what happens. And, we, uh, we were living in Colorado at the time and, and my reloading room and all my gunsmithing stuff was in the basement, which happened to be, it was a summer cabin. So it was a dirt floored basement. Mm-hmm. I did notify the person I was sharing the cabin with that, uh, something might be about to happen. There could be a loud noise. So if there is a loud noise, uh, I'm only going to load, you know, one round, uh, into the, into the magazine and then drop the slide and then the hammer followed and uh, Um, uh, and, and I don't know why I needed to, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, she no, said, I some, it's hearing, a, hearing gunfire in the house is very, it's really, very startling. disturbing. <laughs> it really is. Like Even if that, she knew, like, Oh, sure. That,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're uh, not really, I mean, certain people are more accustomed to that. I, than I, others, I guess. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you're, if you haven't been in that kind of environment, it, it's unsettling. It doesn't, oh, it doesn't feel great. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so r- I
1: started out with so in the um, the uh, the IPSC or USPSA mm-hmm. uh, organization, and you know, started out as a D class shooter because that's you know where everybody starts. Sure. You could you know score super well and move on up relatively quickly. Um, but over the course of a couple of years, I got I, I got deep, you know, re- de- decent. Mm-hmm. I think um, as a C class shooter. So that's. Um, that's pretty far down there. <laughs> okay, I mean it's one step up from the bottom. But I was
0: uh, a Utah State champion in that that um, category. Okay. In, I think
1: 2002 or something.
0: But so I mean here's and here's where there's a lot of like relativity here, right? Because you know, to me, and compared to my level of shooting, well, you you you're an absolute expert in one of the you know top people that I'm aware of, right? And I know some guys that are up there who are pretty damn good, and I know that you're. In, in in my mind, you're in that ranking. Okay, I, in me. my mind, I'm not. Sure. So. Well, and here's yeah. the thing: <laughs> we can do the same thing with fighting. Yes, of course. Right. Yeah. Because I know where I actually stand in the grand yes scheme of things, and to the layperson, they could very easily look at me and my accomplishments and be like, "Oh man, this guy's he's right he's up there right up with up there. There. no." And All I don't. The, yeah, yeah. And I don't even belong in the same sentence with with a lot of these guys, which is fine. <laughs> we both recognize that. It's just interesting when we, you know we project this onto the other person, you know,
1: it's, it's, it's actually it is true. And, but, but I think sometimes that has to, um, it's, it's just, we don't necessarily understand, Mm -hmm. like, I want to, um, what it entails, you know, at, at these levels or how good someone really can be, um, at, at anything in, in life. And then we start to make sort of you know c- comparisons, but I-, I think due to the lack of knowledge mm-hmm. and the fact that we sort of um, respect and admire our uh, our friends, sure. That's I want you to be up there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and, but, it, but then there is also.
1: Um, I mean, obviously, in Brazilian jiu jitsu wrestling, th- I guess there's there's n- not, but Brazilian jiu jitsu, you have a cl- you know certain classifications sure. indicated by the color of the belt, and the, um, and that is a sort of a reference to the amount of time mm-hmm. um, that you have spent practicing and learning, and and, uh, and and that, and so I go well, it's it's a. Uh, you know, you're quite far along that. I mean, I've been doing uh, it for a
0: while. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, and I think an the, the point that you were referencing before is like in, until you have like touched or experienced what that top level is. Yeah. You know, you really don't have a great frame of reference. And so I think we go through life with a lot of things like that because we just having no clue what it really means to be exceptional at something like we might. You know, we watch someone drive. Yeah. Um, drive a car. And like, man, that guy's a good driver. Oh, man, I've, I've ridden in his car and he does cool stuff in the streets. But then you get behind the wheel of someone who, um, you know, actually does, I don't know, dirt rallies and that sort of thing. And then you get maybe maybe you encounter someone who's a Formula One racer now. And then even within there, and there's the guy who's at the very bottom of the scale and then the guy who's winning you know consistent championships yeah and to our tiny little pea brains who we can only understand driving our little you know miatas or whatever we drive i don't yeah, know why I, that came should. to mind first because yeah. <laughs> yeah. because i'm
1: old and is that what it think is that, yeah and you think that a red miata you. convertible then i get the you know, oh man I get the flow you know with the wind and that's so all, you that yeah. is so you
0: yeah I, you get rid of that uh that fj do you still have that i do okay yeah, yeah get that thing out of here yeah you get all Miata all the way, all
1: Miata all the way. Yeah. And maybe I could. And it, I don't know how you'd put one of those rooftop tents on a convertible, but um. <laughs> it's a bold move. It's a bold statement. <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that, that level of, you know, respect. And, and you know, I I I have that for you in, in a lot of things in, in firearms and 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 that. But, you know, where where unequivocally, I think you have made your mark in the world. Is, uh, within the, within the fitness realm. And I think obviously even more so in the climbing, um, space where it's like, man, okay, no, it's, you're going to be hard pressed to find someone who has done those things and you can try and downplay this as much as you want to. And I'm just going to tell you you're <laughs> full of shit. Yeah. Um, um, I, I would, I don't mind
1: describing myself as one of the best in the world, for a certain period of time. Sure. Or at at a certain period of time. Well,
0: and you and that's the only way you really can describe something. I mean, nothing is permanent. Right. Yeah. Like no one is ever at the top indefinitely. It, you can of take course. Yeah. I mean who the best pound for pound fighter, boxer, whatever you want to choose of all time. Well, we're talking about a window. We're not talking about Muhammad Ali right now. He's yeah. probably not super great at fighting. I'm guessing Currently, he's a little slow. Yeah, I you know. Yeah. So there, you know, we we have to. I think it's important to. Or s- know, let's just say slower than he. Was. Certainly slower. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he could probably. <laughs> I. Man, I bet he'd still give uh, that Jake Paul clown a run for his money. I do believe Muhammad Ali has has he not passed? I don't know. Even I think even the ghosts of Muhammad Ali could probably <laughs> beat, the could beat the jack wagon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I sh- I should know that he may it wouldn't surprise me, you know, cuz he's he's been up there for a while. Yeah.
1: I I think I think okay. that happened a couple of years ago. Okay. Um but uh now I I know nothing about this YouTube boxing. You should keep it that way. Don't Okay. Don't even. I'm not going to ask you any questions. Yeah, I've no, just, it's not even
0: worth, this is more, because I know that a lot of these guys are yeah. aware of it and just putting little jabs there for entertainment purposes, yeah. but man, there's certain things that I don't think are even worth occupying any amount of our brain space. Okay. And I wish I had never heard of it. I yeah, would have been better off to not have known that any of that. But when you heard it,
1: did you get a little curious and like, what in the fuck? And then try and satisfy that curiosity, or
0: um, only only that I wanted to. I, I was curious of the outcome once once it happened. Okay, everything leading up to it, um, the event itself, I didn't really care to watch or participate or like patron. Yeah, that. Um, the, because really, I mean, if you pay the money to watch the thing, well, you are now complicit in this. You could say it, it's in it's, its continuation. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, can you can or, mudsling it as much as you want to, but guess what? You're perpetuating. So what it, this thing w- is. It was a pay per view thing. Yes, this was. Mm-hmm. Oh. And you know those guys made out pretty well. So in that regard, good for them, man. I mean, I personally, I have no qualms if any person wants to fight any other person, and people are willing to pay for it go for it, man. I, yeah. you know, bad for the sport, good for the sport of, you know, if it's a total sideshow, whatever that's, that's, that's for them. And man, if you can walk away with it's a like, half a million or more, by golly. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing, but is I'm it, not going to participate in because I, it's just, yeah. Is it's, it like a carny boxing it is. kind of thing? I mean, it, they might as well have been, I mean, it's 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 cotton candy, right? Okay. And some people really like cotton candy. Yeah. And you know, maybe there's a time and a place for cotton candy when you're at the fair, and I, I and mean, I, potentially not yet of age. Sure, you're a child, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, yeah, go nuts. Okay. But I mean, if you if you're a you know you're a 38 year old man walking around with pink cotton candy, and you know, I'm gonna make some assumptions. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you it, <laughs>
1: potentially you drive the fucking ice cream, you know, tr- truck with the clowns on the
0: uh,
1: as your day job.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't, uh,
0: yeah. so. So the going back to kind of this 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 you know shared experience, and I, I still have in my mind, and maybe this is wrong, but you know, yeah, this was a period of time that we did it consistently, but I don't think that that segment or that training is necessarily over. We haven't really picked it back up yet, but yeah. it wasn't like, okay, this is all it's ever going to be, and we just did, you know, we we um, did a bit of training. So that's what we're alluding to here is uh, Mark, in his pursuit of um, self-sufficiency, I think. Something like that, yeah. Um, yeah. Transitioned, you know, from a weapons-based uh, ability for self-defense mm-hmm. to like, okay, well, what if I don't have Weapons and and I thought you had a really interesting um, inspiration for that. I don't who who was who who made that
1: statement. So the original statement um, is this guy Adam Boyce, uh, who um, he he was uh, on the, um, uh, the 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 high speed team. I think the SRT, SRT team um, at the uh, Idaho National Lab, which is a uh, um, Which is a, you know what to do, Charlotte. You want you can be on the podcast if you want. (laughs) If you howl, you're you're in it. You're gonna you're gonna be in it because you know that's what hound dogs do. That is Mm? okay.
0: (laughs) Down. (laughs) She's just mad we didn't give her a proper introduction. That's
1: that's true. This is Miss Charlotte Ray. She is a nine-year-old. Mm. she's a mix she has a, she's mostly coonhound okay and uh with a little bit of black lab mm-hmm. in her and uh, she is named after the first african American woman um to become an attorney so graduate from law school and become an attorney in the United States. I think that was in eighteen seventy um anyway so uh adam <laughs> <laughs> Boyce he um he, he, t- he studies brazilian jiu he's and he's quite handy with a, a blade and mm-hmm. he teaches combatives. Um, So the Idaho National Lab where uh, he um, used I believe he's no longer working there he might just be only teaching these days but um, he's a student of combatives he teaches uh, that Um, and you know in his job there at INL was you know they're basically guarding nuclear material it's like one of the The sort of preeminent sort of nuclear research facilities, Mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of material there, and and uh, um, so they have quite a uh, handy (laughs) uh, group of guys. You're gonna want, yeah, guys to know what they're doing. Yeah, some kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, So he had uh, on his Instagram page one one day he said, "Look, if if you carry a firearm and you don't study combatives, you're just a holster for someone else's gun." okay Snap.
0: there's a lot of people that probably need to hear that
1: yeah and so shortly after that i was um i was in a course with bill rapier who uh, had been a student of mine when he was in the navy and we did a fair amount of climbing together um once he separated from the navy um he, he started uh, amtac shooting where he's you know tr- he travels around the country um and and teaches firearms courses and that sort of thing he also is in the the Sayakali kali lineage um and uh so one of the th- one of the courses that he teaches um, uh, so I did ended up at a three day course with him last year uh, day one was basically compact rifle um, and that was you know basic you know using what are you know uh, a, an AR type of pistol mm-hmm. or some other thing and so deploying it from a bag how to use it transition to pistol you know uh, all, all of the uh, that work but then the next two days were integrated combatives which is using both blade and pistol okay um, and uh, I came away from that with a very basic understanding of the concept, um, the uh, a guy um, a couple of years ago, I I had been shown some of these uh, the these ideas, these techniques, um, by uh, the, by the wolf. And if you know him, you know him. Um, and, but I wasn't ready to receive at that point. Like I wasn't sort of switched on. And, and, uh, and the, the whole experience with Bill was wonderful because having sort of switched from being the, the, the you know, switching the student-teacher roles. Yeah. and to and to become the, a student of someone who I had previously taught or guided or or you know sh- shared time with in, 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 in that that type of relationship. Um, it was the second time it, ha- it has happened to me in my life, and it was it was really, really cool. Um, and I came away with some limited understanding and realized like, okay, this is um, okay, if if you're in a confrontation and you can deploy a weapon, A tool Mm -hmm. with either hand, you become really dangerous and hard to control. Um, And uh, I I understood immediately. I was, I was, you know, open to receive last year this information and uh, understood immediately the utility. And um, so that was when, after I came back, and I said, Josh, um, I, you offered. To to help before And I Again I wasn't open To receive at the time And Mm -hmm. now I am Please help (laughs) And um, Yeah the rest is Sort of History And and again I feel like I got a One or two toes wet Sure um, And that's uh, I'd like To get a little bit More Involved Um, That's gonna uh, Man I just I I really enjoyed you know, it, once, it was, once
0: we got to the, the hand fighting uh-huh. and, the, and the wrestling part. Yep. Um, yeah, 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 which which was interesting because, you know, initially when I was kind of framing this and like, OK, what am I going to teach this guy? Because, you know, I, I know he already knows how to move. Right. I mean, you spend a lifetime moving your body, but there's some physical limitations because you spend a lifetime moving your body. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, so we've got to work around some, you know, pretty serious injuries that are going to impede Yeah, certain movements. Right. And so it's like, okay, what are we going to work with? Well, what's, what, what can we, what can we start with? And that was really my thing of, of trying to formulate, okay, what's the framework for fighting? Where does the fight occur? Right. Cause for me, it wasn't as much about teaching specific techniques Mhm. As it was, just understanding like kind of the big picture of what yes. is the context of a fight because I think that's what what people need. I mean, yes, the technique is very important, but if you don't know where you're going, it becomes really hard to get there. Yeah,
1: and then and I think also some like that larger framing or a bigger perspective also um, tunes the awareness a bit more. Like, yes. Oh, I can see somebody's posture, mm-hmm. or I can say, you know. Um, I mean, I shot a portrait of you know, like start to look for signs of okay, is this opponent, you know, is this person capable? Mm -hmm. And you know, I was uh, edited one of those portraits that I took of you the other day, and I'm just like, oh, just check out the ears. (laughs) Don't get in a fight with his mother This (laughs) This might be bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's he's been in one or two. I've been beat up a few times for sure, so I have some experience in that. Yeah. no, I mean, understanding that the fight starts long before the fight Yeah, more often than not. I mean, yes, there is just the the pure sp- surprise, you know, um, wanton violence that, that does happen and occur in the world. Right. But even to some degree within that, you know, and you talk about this quite a bit is like, man, we can to some degree control our environment um, if if nothing else, just simply removing ourselves from that. So when we. Maybe controlling our vi- environment is simply removing ourselves in, from one to get to another. Splitting is a fine option. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's one of the, <laughs> the best the options. Best. in, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. And and when you start playing around with some of these things, you realize very quickly. Like, oh no, um, trying to deal with another human who wants to cause me harm is is a problem. It's not. It's not what we think it is. What we concoct in our mind. What we see in movies or. Yeah. You know, even even in a lot of like self-defense um instructionals right it it goes a lot smoother in those in those um iterations yeah as opposed to the way it it typically goes down in real life and when you recognize how woefully unprepared we can be for for those things man it makes you have some second thoughts about yeah man you know what i'm just gonna fill in the blank whatever you're i'm just going i'm just going to yeah you can quickly realize like well it's not as simple as that and it doesn't take and this is something um
1: on a there's a sliding scale um upon which the fragility of life is measured Mm -hmm. and i think in what you know you, if you watch any kind of combat sports and that kind of thing, which are in a controlled environment, mm-hmm. and then you try and overlay yourself and, you know, see yourself as one of the, the players in, in that, and then you slip up and imagine that this is how it would be somewhere, you know, outside of the controlled circumstances. Yeah. Um, and, y- yeah, you get the, this idea in your head of, uh, you know, that, the, you can absorb more punishment than you actually can. And, I, you know, y- all it takes is, you know, getting hit in the head a little bit too hard. And,
0: um, yeah. It, and, and now you've, I mean, the fight's over and, and put everything is over. Could be, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't take much, man. You fall on the ground, hit your head on the, on the concrete. Totally. Or, you know, uh, it could go the opposite way where that person just bounces your head off a of volleyball for... You know, three minutes. And yeah, you know, maybe you do survive that. But when we talk about the fragility of life, man, I don't want to take that gamble because I don't know which which outcome is going to happen. I mean, you see it every day. Funny thing is when you said, uh, yeah, it could go the other way. And I was like, yeah, you could accidentally
1: hit someone with a perfectly timed shot, break their neck and kill them. Sure, you know, like (laughs) from the other end (laughs) of it. From the other end of it, which you're also not prepared to deal with. You're not prepared to like, and and this, uh, there is so much that goes into any. Like, if anybody's, uh, you know, considering carrying a firearm Mm -hmm. on a daily basis and in public, um, that you know, having it um and knowing how to well having it is uh apparently what a lot of people do sure um uh, learning how to use it practicing how to use it maintaining proficiency is uh less likely sometimes lacking yeah sometimes lacking um and then you know okay what's the decision tree that has to happen do you have an attorney do you also have insurance for this an attorney who's you know uh you know on speed dial right. but you know because this is if any of this stuff happens it's not like you know i mean just look at what happened at the fucking Capitol. they they know pretty much who uh, 99% of those people are mm-hmm that's how it's going to, you know, you're not getting, you're not walking yeah, you're, away from sure. a fight, you know, you're not going to put the body in the desert, you're not going to do <sighs> well, any, whatever you know.
0: fantasy that we've concocted yeah. in this. And I think people, and, and I, you probably are more keenly aware than, than most everyone, but I think people take for granted the gravity of certain life decisions and what actually um, unfolds from that. I mean, you've you've seen stuff firsthand where shit gets real serious, real fucking fast. Yeah. Um. And 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 I don't think most of us are mentally prepared to to do. In fact, I would I would argue that none of us are ever really fully prepared for that. Oh no, I don't think. I yeah. don't think you can. And and hopefully you never have to. But you know, I I don't think that it's a great um, um use of time unless it's your job and sure.
1: and you know and that obviously means you know if uh I, I mean just you know former students you guys military multiple mm-hmm. combat diplomas. okay you could potentially be um more ready
0: <laughs> sure i i guess i guess put an asterisk yeah anyone <laughs> in the civilian world yeah you know and maybe anyone who's not a first responder cuz these guys are seeing that you know oh, that yeah. that moment yeah. right the 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 gravity of of either their decision or someone else's and and they are experiencing that yeah. you know in in man in all of its or um, just
1: the fragility of you know again back to the fragility of life and because and i think it's an important thing to discuss just because you know the number of you know we've got uh, some friends who are you know paramedics firefighters mm-hmm. um you know sean kingrey uh who has been on the podcast alan kennedy who was here this last weekend mm-hmm. you know those guys roll up on car accidents you know a lot sure and that's ju- and that's there's something that you know gets taken for granted and and uh Man, you know, uh, not all cars are created equal. No, I mean, you can get pretty oh. fucked up, pretty fucking quick. Yeah, doing something that everybody does on a daily basis and and isn't necessarily aware of the, um, you know, the potential consequences. Sure, I, I mean, we and do it
0: every single day, and we don't we don't even notice. think twice about it, right? Yeah. And so, you know, for the guys that actually willingly you know, choose that profession where they know they're going to walk into these scenarios, man, that's a different breed. And I don't think that these guys get enough credit, you know, these, you know, law enforcement and military and first responders and everything else. It's like, man, that's, yeah. that's a different kind of human. You know, we, we look at them and like, oh, that's just, you know, my neighbor bill who does his whatever. It's like, Bill's a fucking badass, man, you need to keep that in mind. And and Bill has seen some shit. And Bill and he and, is yeah. And Bill is, you know, forever changed by that. Sure. Well it's and I think that's you know, it's interesting when you see those guys, the perspective that they tend to have on life is very different than what the other rest of us, um not you, but some of us who who don't necessarily live in that world or haven't experienced that sort of thing. We have yeah. a really poor relationship with death and, and morality um, I think we talked about this a little bit in the symposium to some degree I think mm-hmm. it came up um, but yeah we we've we've outsourced death in almost every way so we don't really know how to even we
1: like, don't know how to handle it and we don't know and um, and because let's outsource it or push it at arm's length or characterize it in certain ways Um, we we don't if we we can't respect life if we don't respect death yeah and that uh, you know something that's you know further reinforced by video games uh, the types of entertainment that you know we have and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. and when you know you've handled the bodies or the soon-to-be dead, Mm -hmm. you know, that are sort of dying in front of you or watch them be killed outright in front of you. This is something that makes you um, appreciate life in a a way that you can't until you've lost Mm -hmm. this or had experiences like that. And I honestly think we need a bit more of that in most people's lives so that um, so that life is respected, sure. So that people are treated respectfully mm-hmm. instead of you know people wanting to go from you know two to fucking eleven, you know at the snap of you because know, you bumped your shopping fingers. cart into mine, yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. And or I mean, you scratch
0: is... the paint on my car with your shopping yeah. cart. And this is this is my gripe with a lot of Prius. How dare you? <laughs> Don't you dare touch my Miata. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is a problem with a lot of um, a lot of reality based self defense um, ideology, where the what, the mantra. Um,
1: what do you mean, reality based? <laughs> you mean like trying to prepare someone for the the, the, the okay, like possible real circumstance? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or so
0: so you know, there's reality based is kind of a buzzword because everything that. Is done in a competitive sense. Well, that's mm-hmm. not reality, and surely that could never work in the real world. Okay, right? Yeah. Because there's no referee in the real world. There's no rules. There's no whatever. Right. Yeah. Um. So reality base is is a martial art uh, and a self defense style that has no rules and anything is at your disposal. Which to to some degree that's a that's a valid and useful mentality. Um, y- you should have that. Yeah. However, it doesn't negate the effectiveness of the other things in their particular realms. Number yeah. one. Number two. The 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 undercurrent in a lot of these, not all. I'm not I'm not beating up on every single one. A lot. There's a lot yeah. of really, you know, squared away dudes. Yeah. Um. In in what they're teaching, but there, I see a lot that you know it is that zero to one hundred. It's like okay, man, something happens. Now you have to use physical force. So use all of it. You know, in extremis as fast as you can and consequences okay. be damned. So, again, this is the shopping cart thing where it's like, hey, this guy bumped in my shopping cart, got in my face. So I fucking plucked his eyeball out. Whoa. I mean, yeah, that's maximum force. But that seems a bit excessive for the No, no, yeah. bro. He, he knew what he was doing. Like and it's like, well. Man, there has to be some degrees and some ability, um, and you know, you, you guys talk about this all the time here at, at nonprofit, but some sensitivity to the situation um, where it's like, yeah, not every single person that I come in contact, do I need to pull out a knife and stab them? Because, I mean, maybe maybe that is the out, but I should be able to have the wherewithal to figure that out in the process. And some people like, no, yeah. you're too late. If you had to think about it, you're done and it's like i don't i don't know um mark when you're on a mountain and you're in in a pretty serious situation um how much has your blind rage gotten you through um a really sketchy scenario how many times i can count them on well
1: one hand okay. if I make a zero <laughs> symbol yeah like, cuz she doesn't yeah rage is unhelpful sure um yeah the the, really the only rage i've ever actually i mean things are happening well things generally evolve pretty slowly in the mountains okay until they start they go to a hundred uh you know and that's a you know some catastrophic event sure but but it can also be that you know that you're like okay we're in a situation that we cannot quickly extricate ourselves from and the surprise storm, mm. you still have a lot of time to make a decision. Should you be conscious sure um
0: that, that decision needs to be made how how much because i mean speed is is really important in in w- what what you were doing yeah um, how much faster could you move the angrier you were um how How it, good of a use of your energy was that
1: i mean if uh,
0: were anger
1: to be useful, it would um, be like nitro. It would, sure. you could, yeah, for a little bit, get, for a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But that's not, that's not the way out. It's
0: not sustainable. And that's, the, you know, that's my counter to that. Like, yeah, yeah, man, if you can get it done in, in 30 seconds of blind, unadulterated rage, and that, that's, that is the solution. Great. And then if you even, but then even if you beat the
1: criminal suit, the, You know, the survivors are going to bring against you. Sure. Let's say, welcome to, you know, the civil suit that comes after. Right. And, like, it's so you do need some endurance. Yes. And you do need to think about sort of the consequences. But then also, you know, the, the. yeah, it it's uh it's worth wargaming some stuff and maybe even overthinking ahead of time.
0: Maybe well, I mean planning ahead, I think is really good. And, and and you know the 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 thirty second thing is like, well, if it didn't work, and I'm in a physical altercation and you kind of felt, you know, what that exertion is and how much it actually transpires when you're trying really hard yeah. to resist someone and you're not super experienced. Yeah. Right. But because the mental, uh expenditure yeah is what what actually burns you out right and so if you the the point of all this being if you can't think through these situations if you can't slow them down to some degree like yeah mm-hmm. there's some reactionary stuff right and there's some reflex involved but you know the more you can slow things down and remain calm during that uh, the better you I I have found in my you know 20 yeah. something fights at least for whatever that's worth it generally helps and and in in talking to guys that have been into you know live gunfights and that sort of thing generally speaking you know that that calmness is is really useful yeah. and that comes from you know experience and training and and if your training is just to go balls out as hard as you can yeah then man when do you ever develop the other aspect i mean the,
1: in, one of the interesting things about that with um like, I, I started competitive shooting because uh, I wanted to become better mm-hmm. at, at shooting. But then it's, you, you become better at a certain, I mean, accuracy is, is paramount regardless of the situation. But, but it's just like, okay, what habits am I developing? Mm. <laughs> am I going to, you know, and the habit is, oh, I hear a buzzer <laughs> or uh, it's go time mm-hmm. and everybody in the room gets two. Yep, ping, <laughs> ping, 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 ping. Yeah. yeah, or something. You know, like something. That was like a pretty that. good split, time, Right? Yeah, yeah. Those okay. were good. Those were good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and you didn't since you were shooting steel. <laughs> yes, obviously. Um, obviously, you didn't need to put two on. Each, you know. Each, oh, it each doesn't count the, for two on. Two? You don't need to because you you hit it. You oh. you you got the positive reaction generally. I, um, the car, I just the, like to let them hold two just in case. Just in case, yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, I was there was a, I was on a. uh, uh a training package um at camp pendleton mm-hmm. pat rogers was teaching, and my um my 45 went down um and so i had to finish the last couple of days of the course with a glock 19 shooting a nine mil but you know a caliber f- for which there was no respect among this particular sure. group that i was with um and so pat rogers at the time he was just like well you're just gonna have to shoot everything twice I was like, God uh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Steal. You know, it, it didn't matter. Yeah. It was, um, yeah.
0: So that, you know, that was kind of the um, introduction of of this experience. And I think that for me, it was really cool because I got to see someone who, is a master at teaching people and helping them learn. I got to watch the process, um, of them learning and, and try to emulate some of the things that I've learned from you and apply those to that situation. And so there was, you know, some really interesting dynamics there that as, as, you know, as a, as a coach and, and, um, and an inspiring sage like yourself, maybe, uh, it, it that it was it was really um man it was really impactful for me to have that chance to okay here's a guy who has man reached the pinnacle of arguably quite a few things and things that very few people are actually even able to get okayish at um and so now i get to watch that process of learning and i can you know see a lot of some of my own things in there and yeah it was just really it was really cool it to w- it, and from my perspective it was it was super cool to
1: um i hadn't been in a situation of um of you know learning something like having to completely empty the cup like come mm. and okay i know nothing here yeah i studied a chinese martial art you know when i was 21 or something you know sure. so uh, uh, long enough 20 21 or 22 some um and uh, long enough ago that Okay. It's it doesn't matter. I, yes, I do know how to move, mm-hmm. but um, it was really nice to just okay a be a student, mm-hmm.
0: but practice being a good student. Yeah, it's 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 harder to do than one thinks. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've I've been. Student for a really long time in a lot of dis- different disciplines, and, you know, and I'm realizing now on the cusp of receiving my uh, BJJ black belt of like, man, I still have some work to do in becoming a student. Like, I'm 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 just now after you know almost two decades of of just nothing but grappling, realizing some some tendencies that I have that are getting in the way of my my learning. Yeah. Um. And 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 I think a lot of times. And this is why I you know, really have a lot of respect for, for you and everything that you're doing. I think the guys that get to a certain level in life, whether that just is purely age or accomplishment or whatever, they're like, eh, I'm done. Hey, man, I'm good at some stuff and, you know, I'm, which means I'm probably good at most other things and I don't really need to. Or I'm gonna stay in this particular lane and just mm. keep
1: driving that direction. Yeah, but if this you... is the
0: comfortable one that I know, and man, I can drive this with my eyes closed. Yeah,
1: or you know, so that 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 could be a, a voluntary thing, or it could be you know circumstances of life require me to stay st- sort of stay sure. in this lane. I think uh, you know the the, the uh, if we keep learning and practicing and, and becoming a student, and then when I, you know. Um, I'm trying to think. So I did two two-day courses with Ian Strimbeck from Ruin Nation last year, shooting mm-hmm. um, three days with uh, with Bill Amtac. and um, and and then you know every chance I get, you know, I am wringing some knowledge out of somebody because mm-hmm. I think it's it's Im- it's absolutely important to keep learning, mm-hmm. um, and uh, because the world's changing and we are changing, <laughs> sure, and what you know uh i I mean the way just even the way that i handle a rifle now is Mm. like okay in the early sort of 2002 2003 time frame when i was um you know learning a lot especially when i was trying to learn how to shoot three gun competitions and that kind of thing but but the way to handle a rifle that i learned from pat rogers is not the way that i handle a rifle today you know because things it's it's let's just say it's you know 18 20 years later or whatever and um and, you know, a lot of those, uh, a lot of ideas got put to real world tests.
0: Yeah. And, and oops, it turns out that, yeah. you know, and we see that a lot when stuff is being developed in, let's call it a sterile environment, as yeah. opposed to a dynamic one where like, oh shit, you know, how how many, you know, how far after a few iterations something can move from what was applicable and useful to now here's some very strange esoteric Evolution of a thing and it's not necessarily this isn't to like beat anybody up because it just it's just natural human nature right we're constantly trying to improve um, and we're going to use whatever environment we have at our disposal sometimes our environment isn't the most conducive and so we can develop some not so useful tendencies yeah.
1: Um, and then also some things that are learned in competition or developed in competition are also not useful outside sure. and just i mean even something as simple as you know the sort of straight arm and the and the cocked wrist on the front of the rifle sure so that that got developed in you know competition mm-hmm. and and you know if you if your course of fire is 15 seconds or faster you, you know something like that then then that's fine but keep that uh, you know hold that position for a really long time in a house, in a, you mm-hmm. know, sort of situation, it g- rapidly becomes unuseful.
0: Yeah. Less inside. than ideal. You yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. just can't be yeah. done. Um, I, I think this this notion, though, of, of continued learning is really, seems to be kind of a lost art. And which, which is a shame because we live in a time now where you could literally any the world is at your disposal you could learn anything and everything you could ever desire yeah um and, and i think we still have a lot of people that are just you know uninspired or complacent or comfortable or, or because there really isn't the 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 extrinsic need like you don't need to learn these things in order to survive anymore not to survive but i
1: think to thrive I mean, yes. i would have to say that you know it's essential it is more essential now to continue learning as we age Mm -hmm. um, because of how rapidly the world is changing. Not only, you know, in terms of technology Mm -hmm. and the jobs that were are not the jobs that will be for, you know, potentially. Um, I I think I'd like to be a robot repairman or something because, you know, that's going to be useful later. But um, this idea of, uh, um, yeah, rapidly evolving technology, but also in, you know it, it behaviorally and in a social sense, mm. how quickly things are sort of changing with um you know shifting you know locations let's say for you know or or anything I mean uh, And I don't know w- What the number is now But you know The average person You know Someone who's born Around now Or born 10 years ago Or you know 20 years ago Let's say um, They will have X number of careers It's not going to be just And it will not mm, be just one Sure In their lifetime And uh, b- Because You know Maybe it's a You know Interest Maybe it's location Maybe it's social circumstances That, that change The you know the requirement or whatever uh for you know career path sure and and, or maybe it's like oh well i i thought i was meant for this i went into this field because of the social pressure maybe it's family or whatever um and then you know 10 years later i was super bummed out and i was an alcoholic and i decided to do something else and so now i you know take people on yoga retreats to tulum or something you know like a uh, nice. sign which, me up yeah yeah <laughs> I, I guess yeah um,
0: <laughs> sounds great
1: but uh and, and then who knows what happens after that sure you know and 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 after that and and if i think of you know sort of my path through life and i don't know i don't see necessarily i mean i separate my climbing life with the life that came after sure but i don't see th- the but what came after was informed by, you know, they're not, I don't see them as separate necessarily, right. but I did have to learn, you know, <laughs> a lot. Sure. To make these transitions.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I, that, that's one of the, the things that I wanted to really touch on in this conversation because you again, better than most people, um, the ability to pivot and transition is I think one of the hardest thing for for most people, you know, I know we have a lot of guys that no matter what you have chosen as your profession or or life path, um, at some point we're going to encounter a divergence, right? Just, yeah. just the nature of things like we're very rarely, I mean, unless you have a very short lived life, in which case you're probably not listening. So this doesn't <laughs> apply. Yeah. Um you know, we, we need to have that capability. And I think, you know, it's hard for everyone. I think it's exceptionally hard when you reach a certain level in something that, you know, not only, and and I think what we do becomes our identity, but man, when you're really good at something, then it's really your identity. Um, because in order to have gotten there, the amount of passion and, and everything that you had to pour into it Yeah, and then, how do we? How do we let let go of that? And I know you know refuge was a big part of that, um, that process for you. And man, coming down from the mountain and and now being in the valley. And we all we all have that to some extent. We all have you know whatever our our metaphorical mountain is. Yeah. You know, how do we? I mean, especially if it's something that you
1: can't continue to do or don't want to continue to do, and you did, you know. Spend a con, you know considerable time and life force, let's say, mm-hmm. on th- that activity or that um, profession, and then it changes. I mean, I don't want to. And and one reason I don't see you know too much disassociation between climbing, not climbing, or climbing, and then going into sort of the uh, fitness, I don't know, industry for sure. lack of a better term or whatever. Um, And that branching off into you know, do do, training military or Mm -hmm. training sort of Hollywood types, et cetera. You know, none of those things were like I couldn't just um, get rid of you know, like oh, I'm an expert in this. Um, I reject that and that identity, and I shall you know be you know be become somebody entirely you know different and new um, that that has. No rearward sort of reference points or nothing in the past was you know I, I, this
0: is not going to happen. You can't just eliminate that. You can't just no. erase it. And I mean, and that's where people have this idea, like you know what? I'm just going to start fresh, man. I just need a new start, and I'm going to shift. And now you know uh, whatever it is, I'm out of the military, or I retire from yeah. this job, or uh, whatever. You know, I'm I some life circumstances now going to prevent me from this activity that was my identity. Yeah. You, you can't just, you know, snap your fingers and erase that. So the, the integration part, um, I think, is something that you've, you've obviously done extremely well. It's been a process. I'm, there was a lot that w- it wasn't an easy thing, but, you know, I, I think the fact that you were to, to take all of those things and now apply them to so many different facets um, and, and continue to be excellent in, in virtually everything that you do um, I think that that's I just trying not to do stuff I'm shitty at. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, I mean, case in point, right? I mean, I'll 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 go back to something that, you know, you I uh, you uh, I'm sure would consider yourself shitty at, which would have been wrestling, right? And and the 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 progression that you were able to make through that in a very short amount of time, um you know, really exceeded any and all of my expectations. Like I had no um really predisposition of where we're going to go with it and how far, you know, the last thing that I thought we would ever end up is doing actual double leg takedowns onto the mat. And damned, if you didn't jump right to that, you know, at the appropriate time, it wasn't just, Hey, let me, let me fast track. But I think that speaks to, you know, your ability to apply these lessons to, to new things, um, with, you know, without holding on to, Hey, I've got to be the best because I was the best. Which is hard I, for a lot of people. I,
1: I, I will accept that. Okay. <laughs> um, I also think it points to um, quality oh, of in stop. Oh, <laughs> stop. I mean, no, seriously, like you, th- the ability to, like, f- for you, since there was no curriculum, I mean, like you're not going to get stuck in curriculum. I mean, you were just feeding off of and adapting to whatever was happening. Mm-hmm. And that, to me it's pretty remarkable actually to to have i mean that degree of flexibility to move forward at the speed that the student can move plus it's the advantage of one-on-one training yeah i mean that is really because if you've got like 10 people in the class you go as fast as the lowest common denominator Yeah. yeah
0: and and I mean, that definitely has definitely plays a part. Um, And but but for I think for some of the the guys that that may be listening who are probably in one of those pivot points. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, I think I would I would highly recommend they check out Refuge. I think that that might a lot uh, give some perspective and insight. But I mean, what are some of the things that maybe you would have these guys bear in mind? I mean, something that that happened, you
1: know, in our orbit, um, and has happened n- numerous times um, through life is, uh, or through the, since I've had a gym and have been training people and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, um, and and or, or I've, you know, existed and 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 steered my life or lived it in a way that people, it, it seems, that some people find that you know my behavior gives them permission to also behave you know in a non-traditional way or something. <laughs> let's say, um, which and just use the example um, of uh, one of the guys that that uh, trains here at the in the in the, the space the, and uh, you know, he'd been in a job for twenty seven years mm-hmm. and and absolutely expert in that field. And, um, you know, came and started training, and and within sort of six months, he realized that, man, maybe I don't have to stay in this path. Um, And the circumstances, you know, were getting less and less appealing to him Mm -hmm. at that job, and um, he decided, all right, you know, one day, I mean, you you just— It wasn't from one day to the next. Sure. You know, considered it a lot and had some conversations about it and that sort of thing. But um, but a a job of 27 years and, uh, you know, quit and started his own thing. So he's in the, you know, working in a photography store for Mm -hmm. for all of those 27 years and just decided like, hey, look, it's time for me. You know, and and part of it is just like, hey, I want to see if I'm really any good at this. You know, I've always worked for someone else. Mm -hmm. I'd like to captain this ship myself, but I'd also like to test myself and see if I really am who I think I am. Sure. And, uh, you know, so th- that decision was made. Another guy who trains in the gym that also worked in that photography shop um, also decided to, to, to step out, quit, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and help. Um, and so, you know, their first day of business uh, being open. Took a little bit longer for everything to come, sure. you know, um, uh, come online as you know things do, and um, uh, so I think they've been—it's two weeks now, two and a half weeks, something nice. like that—that that they've that they that they've actually been open, mm-hmm. and you know, we went to the opening, and the the pl- the place is beautiful. The is sense of aesthetics is yeah. Well, these guys are they're yeah. they're
0: they're i mean they are very good at what they do and yeah. it's i'm glad that they have are now venturing out and taking but it, that but it, t- on. it
1: takes a lot of nerve <laughs> really um well, to, to do that and, and to, to have the balls and 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 also to be in a certain role in like this was carefully considered this mm-hmm. was um you know d- daughter is grown and in college and and uh i um Sun is you know sort of close, so um maybe the f- maybe that increases the financial you know mm. requirements but also it, it, it's um you know it, in in certain circumstances it would be impossible to have that mobility sure if you would but they it, but they're... it'd be for sure not possible if you didn't have the mental mobility or sure. openness.
0: well it's a calculated risk right which yeah. you know you can again have some experience with and and, um i i just want to i'm going to tangent on that and then I'm yeah. going to come back to something just yeah. i just got to sing your praises for a little bit having dabbled in just the the again dipping toes in the water or the ice as yes. it were so to speak in in yeah. in climbing um it is hard to i mean even now i don't think that i could fully comprehend, but swinging an ice tool a little bit and being in some semi-sketchy things, dealing with wet weather, being on a big-ish mountain, and the th- things that factor into that, the physical exertion, the mental yeah. drain, all of that stuff, um, really the the perspective that that touches on, I wouldn't say totally gives, for the things that, and, and the risk calculations that you were able to consistently do, um, and actually get away it, with get away with um is is man one of the most impressive things that I can, have experienced you know what I mean like in, in real life in in terms of with another human and what they have done um and this is I mean I know this sounds like very grandiose and that sort of thing I mean I'm not I'm not bullshitting like if you were to look up some of the things that Mark Twight and I encourage you guys to look go back and, and read some of his writings um some of the accomplishments. Totally fucking shit. Um, so anyway, I, as as oh, we can use bad language on this podcast. Oh, have at, at it. At okay. I, I well, was, it is the savage. It. Oh, right. Gentleman. that's yeah. the savage part. The gentlemanly yeah, yeah. part would not. Okay, would be not. So the, you know, user, if we can go back, we can re-edit some in if you want to punch yeah. it up a little bit.
1: No, 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 no. that's good. We're we're uh, we're coming up on an hour. Nice. And uh, so
0: we'll enter the savage. Alley. There we I go. Think. This is the <laughs> this savage. savage hour. Now we're going to get into it. And so <laughs> I, I just wanted to I just wanted to, to plug that because I, I think it's important to understand who it is we're actually talking to. I think some of these guys are going to know, but some of them may not. And I think it's, you know, lend some perspective to your insight when you know to at least have an idea of the the badassery mm. and the sat the savagery right the where, savagery where yeah. someone might be like ah, i don't know it's just some white-haired guy just hanging out like yeah. you know what does he know about yeah he's not all jacked and yeah shit, he's not super he's jacked, jacked. <laughs> clearly he's never done anything super impressive in his life um so going back to to um to that whatever it is what do you what do you that, that inspires people to it gives them that license what is it that you guys are doing here in this space at this non-profit um thing that you event center that you have (laughs) uh, you know what what is it about the what you know the effort that you're eliciting out of people and the lessons that are being culled from these experiences that you know because these guys aren't the only ones that have you know been touched by this um Freedom, independence, whatever it is. What do you think it is about the effort and the the things you're doing that causes that? I. I that's
1: going to require a rambling answer yes. because I don't have because I
0: don't. I, I honestly, I'm not sure. Can what you just bottle is, that up and then we can sell it and you I, guys will make a shit ton of money. I that think.
1: would be wonderful. I think we'd you know. <laughs> We'd have some people saying, wow, we can't have all this autonomy going on out there. You know, who's (laughs) going to... You might get squashed pretty fast, actually. That's a good point. (laughs) I forgot about that. Um, But the... I I think it's... um, I mean, I I would have to go back and say, look, we're, like, question everything. Mm -hmm. Starting with, you know, the, the recipe. And the and, and that recipe's going to be you know obviously it's a little bit different culturally and you know different places i get i speak from my person my experience with mm-hmm. with the world and 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 if you know i was talking with someone sometime reads re- you know a few years ago and i don't have a great relationship with my parents or whatever but um uh she was encouraging me to you know thank them and i was like for what and he said <laughs> You pride yourself on being kind of a rebel, right? Of like, you know, do not doing things in a standard way, mm-hmm. questioning things, and I'm like, yeah, I, actually I I do. And she said, they gave you that, and I was like, damn
0: it, damn it, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> <laughs> you got me,
1: you got yeah, um, and so what goes with sort of, uh that confrontation with you know the 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 recipe the norm the status quo the the status Mm -hmm. quo um if if that can become a you know why am i doing this thing Hmm. why are they asking me to do this thing you know who who benefits from us all you know, doing the same thing, following the same path, and and you could say, oh, I'm I'm alternative. I didn't go into banking. I became a you know a, 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 a tree technician. You know, an arborist, sure, um, or something like that. But it's uh, um, regardless of how we dress things up the status quo is never far away like because we're social creatures we want to we kind of want to fit in yep um we don't want to disobey when the you know the the, there's a there's a great risk potentially financial risk Mm -hmm. for sure but then there's also sort of legal risk of certain things like i don't want to go against the big machine because then the you know the the
0: the the uh, enforcers will come and sure. you know put me back in line. Um, There's a status risk as well, and we've oh. seen this. Man, if you are not following this thing, you might as well be a leper. Yeah. You or, know, if you don't believe me, just walk around without a mask for a little bit in certain places, and by golly, will you have some people. Not happy with you, uh, not happy with you, I mean, um
1: one of the guys uh, who was here this weekend who lives in Colorado and I have some other friends who were in colorado and and they t- tell me about the social pressure for the mask in mm-hmm. situations where the mask is um, regardless of a mandate, that, you know, you could absolutely say that, hey, if I'm out in the fresh air on a trail away from all people, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I, sorry. That, sorry. And, but then you come across someone else, and they start wagging their finger because they're wearing their mask out there because it's, you know, it's, you could brush up against a tree and get fucking COVID, apparently. That's how or, it works, or, I think. Or, or or it's just floating in the air. Follow the science. Or, or Yeah. Exactly, and and what was the science in, in the you know in the beginning? Well, fucking wash your hands every five minutes because <laughs> you might be able to pick it up from a surface. Well, what's the science say now? One in ten thousand chance of picking it up from a surface. Sure,
0: so, and now you know we've reduced the six foot rule to now three foot. I oh, think. is it? I, I the last I heard, and that could have changed. I I want to say, and I don't know if this is true, but someone posted somewhere. So yeah, take this with a grain of salt. They're like, well, now it really probably isn't that easily transferable transferable
1: by you know just, un- unless you're spitting in someone's mouth sure, which you know, happens or would it,
0: would, yeah it, it does you know especially if you're especially you know, if you're not wearing a mask a fuck you exactly <laughs> spit right in your mouth that'll <laughs> yeah, teach you that'll <laughs> teach you exactly <laughs> let me lower my mask just spit in your well mouth yeah right I'll pull my three masks down yeah to spit in your face yeah. to
1: and it but it's it you know like it, so part of you know not like uh, falling into that status quo, mm-hmm. part of, of you know, part of my disobedience in that regard is like we, we, you know, we stay on top of learning about the mechanisms of transmission, mm. the you know, the whole flow thing. Um, There was a diagram that was circulating On the internet of you know the person running And then how far the droplets Could you know trail behind Mm -hmm. Them and that kind of thing it was all That was a bunch of bullshit yeah Um, Yeah this is highly theoretical Got taken as fact and then Mm -hmm. people are Fucking giving you the finger on the trail because you're Not wearing a mask Um, And uh, Or okay feel free to step off The trail or if you want to mask up that's Great but then you also got to think like um, hey if social distancing works I don't need a mask if masks work then I don't fucking need to social distance So choose, which is which is it, right. it going to be Yeah. And then um th- and then now that the whole thing with you know sort of vaccinations um you know the CDC finally said uh, <laughs> which I was uh, what is it 2 days ago or something uh, a couple of days ago they uh, the CDC came out and said okay you know if you've been vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask when you're out of you know outside um any longer and I was like <laughs> oh Oh, that was a mandate. I I guess I missed the fucking memo because, um, you you know, if I'm outside in the fresh air and in the sunshine or Mm -hmm. even the rain or the (laughs) snow, but just outside, there's no
0: way. Yeah,
1: and come you know, come at me, bro. You know, yeah, I like guess this,
0: this is. I know mm-hmm. how to do double leg like takedowns now. Yeah, sort of. Best, Best of I mean, luck. I, 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 yeah, uh,
1: w- but but that would you know, I'd have to close the social distance. Oh no, to a yeah. much more social distance in order for that to happen. Yeah, and then you know, and then what would be the point? Right. Um. You know, to, uh, I could take my mask off and put it on you, or <laughs> vice You know what? I don't even know t- where we are in this whole thing anymore. <laughs> but but th- these social norms, and you start questioning them, and yeah, you are going to be marginalized in some way. One of the and, and people are are um, often you know not comfortable with that. Yeah, because I want to fit in because I want to be part of this group. But when I started climbing, um, in I mean, you know, I I'd say I started climbing in 1980. Well, it was a you know, as a sport, it was marginalized. Mm-hmm. It, that is 40 years ago. Now And now, you know, there's a climbing gym in every, you know, town and sometimes five of them or whatever, depending on the size of the city. And it's quite a bit more normal. It's going to be in the Olympics. You Mm -hmm. know, all of this stuff is, is happening so that so that climbing or certain subsets of climbing sub, you know, uh versions of it sure. you know whatever um sub disciplines within climbing um are, are more popular than others but back then it was marginalized you know you the, the sport was marginalized the people who did it were marginalized mm. so growing up in that and having to justify my existence to just about every person that i met especially in the states sure. until i moved to europe um uh which i mean i my my I mean, just going and getting a taste, my first trip to go climbing in Europe in in 84, um, what, where, man, this is fully accepted, <laughs> and people here, and there are actually professional climbers here, mm-hmm. and they are making good fucking money because they have, spo- you know, sponsored by banks or... I mean, at one point, Christoph Profi was, you know, uh, once he had um, his his he had a paraglider that said Durex because he was sponsored by a fucking condom company, nice. and I'm just like, sweet, that's not a small paycheck. Or no. Bruno Guvi with, you know, his Marlboro contract, which was, you know, substantial annual mm-hmm. sum of money, also got him killed. But, well. um, you know, there's the, the, so there's risk, but it's also I- I- accepted. And then I would come back from a trip to Europe, or you know, I mean, eventually I ended up there. Uh, and idiot I moved full time and um where man now I don't I don't have to spend all this energy sort of justifying myself mm-hmm. or or uh, limiting my social circle to the other marginalized people you know who did this esoteric weird fucking thing yeah. at the and but that stood me in really good stead. I was used to it. I don't care. Kick me out of the group. Fine. Yeah. I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of soloing in the mountains, you know, <laughs> like I spent a lot of time by myself and, you know, making decisions for myself that, you know, directly impacted mm-hmm. my, con- you know, my health and my continued existence. And so that's one thing from climbing that, you know, kind of set me up to behave in a certain way for the like the the rest of my life which um which did make me question certain things like why is this you know why is this sport treated not like you know sports ball or sure you know other um other other more acceptable mainstream activities activities, Uh you know what is mainstream what is not mainstream Mm -hmm. and why and um and then, like going down the road of, you know, I came from a f- you know family of academics. Mm. Um, it, you know, dad had a Ph.D., mom had a master's, and uh, so college was very important. My sister, uh, you know, she went, graduated, you know, uh, with honors and that sort of thing. And you know, I, I, had one, I had that that pesky extra half credit more than I needed to graduate from high school, and that was it. Like I think I needed 39. I ended up with 39.5. Mm-hmm. Um, got out, but but another gift that my parents gave me was that they taught me how to learn, mm. and um, and and I learned rather rapidly the importance of mentors, um, because if you want to, in and to this day, if I need to learn something, I find someone who is expert in that, and I try and hire them Mm -hmm. to, you know, it uh, it should, and should they be, and if they're not willing, then I'll, you know, I'll ask them to make a recommendation to someone who might be um, so that I can learn the things that I need to learn rather than, you know, going into this, you know, program two years, four years, whatever, um, that it's going to be where I learn a lot of stuff that I don't you know sure f- that th- in order to get the thing that i want i have to get all this other stuff and then you know saddled with debt and then and then now i'm an obedient citizen because well I got, now i've got to toe the line i've cause, got bills mm, to pay and yeah. i and i think you know making decisions like that you know that there's and you you see other people doing it well it's like yeah i like i can have a better quality of life quality of life that I can't afford if I only use debt as if it was actual money mm. and then um and, and then all of a sudden, I don't have a fuck you in my pocket for
0: my boss. I don't have right. a, and know, they own you but yeah, and that freedom becomes almost impossible to now uh, get back to to re- to
1: recover yeah, yes. and you go far enough down that road or you know talk to some some kid you know people who were adults and i it was a conversation last year. I can't remember who it was uh, she was 31 or 32 years old that was still, you know, had paid down some of the mm-hmm. college tuition debt, but was still basically, you know, a good chunk of money each month had to go in service of that debt. And so you can't take a year off to sure. like figure some shit out right. or, or you can be, and, and so decisions that you make, and this is a, you know, one of those ridiculous things, um, that 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 will happen is that people they they you know we allow them you know before they are considered adults we mm-hmm. allow them to make financial decisions that will impact them for the rest of their lives and narrow the scope of opportunity that they have to live and that's not something that anybody's you know and i know now no they really ta-
0: talking about that to, to any in me, any meaningful way i mean there are like yeah, i think we were going to say there are a few people that are bringing that up and shedding some light on that
1: but but it, but only in the, in in terms now or like you have to forgive all this debt because <laughs> and and it's not because you know society tricked us into getting into debt mm-hmm um it, it's because it, it's, we don't have to pay for stuff it, well yeah cuz i don't want to yeah it's just too, you've made it too hard <laughs> and the thing that i had to borrow money the education that i had to borrow money to get didn't get me the job that you know you know that paid enough money as mm. you know was you know promised sure. in air quotes to me to actually service that debt later and so it's your fault yep. which Essentially, it is mm-hmm. because that's good business, oh, yeah. right? there. It's like you make you get you saddle people with debt; they become very obedient, and then they're on the hook. Yeah, and they're not doing any non-traditional, you know, anything. Very few. The, I mean, it, 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 yes, it,
0: it is far and few between, and um, yeah, that's a that's a tough road to hoe there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And and, and and like you
1: said, once you're in it, it's really hard to, you know, extricate one mm-hmm. your, yourself. Um, and uh, another conversation that I sat in, and, and then it, it depends also a little bit on, you know, how, you know, what people feel entitled to mm-hmm. or um, how, you know, their relationship to hard work. And you know somebody was talking about yeah I've got a lot of debt I might be upside down on this one thing the value of the thing that I got is less than the amount that I owe on it mm-hmm. so I can't even sell it to you know to to come back to equal and um, you know the, the the question was well why don't you just get a second job you know get a you know a second job or whatever and the the answer was like well I just don't want to work that hard I'm like. Okay, then you will then then you'll
0: tread water. Yeah, well, I'll just wait until they raise the minimum wage to the point where I can afford things, because yeah. that's how that works. <laughs> is it? Yeah, totally. <laughs> just you know, someone I saw somewhere where now there are some people that are exploring the idea of twenty two dollars being the minimum wage. So you know, I, this I think is that'll this work is one really of those well. things. You know, I was
1: out in this space earlier and I was trying to understand. Uh, I was like, does anybody in here know anything about the economy and about <laughs> economics? Um, because I want to know why inflation is inflation is not rampant right now, since we're just printing money. I and think
0: there's a, I feel like there's some kind of a delayed e- response.
1: Yeah, I, I th- there there's that, and then uh, you know I did do some reading on it, um, sometime in 2020 because I was just like, wow, if they what just start printing happening? money and yeah. handing it out, um you know to buy the votes mm. as they say mm. <laughs> um then you know normally this inflation thing would happen Right. Know, because uh and uh and, and it wasn't happening and i read a couple of explanations of it but um you know, i i was i'm I sort of curious about like okay how does how does this Oh, I know what happens when the minimum wage gets too high. Businesses shut down and people mm-hmm. are out of work,
0: mm-hmm. and the cost of things goes quite a bit up.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and and I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying. Well, that, that let's there, do there it.
0: Are are my thought is like, man, fifteen is it? We're we're you just gonna double it like right off the bat? Like, man, how about a fifteen percent increase? Let's see what that looks like. You yeah,
1: know? I, I this one this is something that I don't you know feel very qualified to talk about sure. other than. You know, the, an example that I saw a few years ago um, when I was out in California pretty often, and there's a, a, a grocery store chain in, in, out there at Ralph's, and uh, um, the, 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 the people who were employees at Ralph's were striking mm. um, because they wanted um, a, a, a more substantial medical benefits. Okay. And you know, so there's a, a union and an employer. You know, the, the people that are providing the jobs and the people doing the jobs and involved in the union. So they, and this discussion is happening. And I'm just like, okay, hey Ralph, if you're still alive, how about give them what they want, and let's, and then when you run out of money, shut all the businesses down. You know, shut every branch of that fucking store down. Mm-hmm. So that people understand that if you extract too much profit, mm-hmm. n- and I don't know you know what the circumstances sure. were, was you know what kind of margins they were operating on right. and that kind of thing, you know were they exploiting the fuck out of their employees? who knows possibly po- you know, possibly it happens. Um, but like, give them what they're asking for, always. They strike, you give them what they want. They strike, you get it. pretty soon you don't have the headache anymore because you're <laughs> fucking bankrupt and they don't have jobs. And then maybe they will, you know, maybe people will start to, start to understand like, man, if we start demanding too much and we get it is this is a very very viable short-term play. Sure. Um sadly, <laughs> I have a 30-year mortgage. Mhm and um by the time you know i was out of work i still had 26 years left on that and no way to no way to manage that and now that's a problem and and now that's a problem and 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 i'm not, you know this is again it's just like i i i i uh, had to learn to balance a checkbook at one point and i realized you know <laughs> uh
0: there's incoming and outgoing or yeah, there's a relationship between those that yeah
1: that's called balancing yeah. the, you know the the incoming and the outgoing you kind of the, have to pay outgoing. attention
0: to and if you do
1: and if too much goes out and not enough comes in well then there are penalties right and i think that applies to you know a, a lot of things and that sure. you know and it's and it's when you briefly touched on this the you know this idea of risk and and um, the you know the the management thereof in the mountains mm-hmm. i don't know that that's you know a highly transferable sort of skill back into the you know into normal life Mm -hmm. necessarily but at least the concepts are hammered the fuck home in a way that like oh i identify financial risk Mm -hmm. here you know last year covid pandemics you know i had some money in the stock market covid hits and i'm just like uh-oh. no one knows what's going to happen the leaders are freaking everybody's freaking the fuck out this does not bode well i hope you put it the, all in the dogecoin um i did, did that even exist back then no, i would probably I, not yeah and, and um <laughs> maybe it was bitcoin i, I yeah i don't I, that would have been a, a pretty good play i mean i know some people who were you know either by design or accident in that space and um and it, you know, it's turned out reasonably did all right, did yeah. All right, yeah. Um, but I just, I just had the, the, you know, the, the alarm, you know, the trigger. It's like we get within this amount of the mm-hmm. principal, and I'm pulling eighty, per, and then eighty percent comes out. Sure. And you know, that was just a deal that I made with the financial advisor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to have, you know, I need to be able to, you know, cover these debts just in case, you know, I'd like to, uh, and, um, you know, like the more I, I want to have enough out so that i can pay off the mortgage Mm. like and not and not be you know that concerned sure because then the monthly hit and you know now and long term is gone yeah the um uh, you know maybe it wasn't the smartest thing but i identified a risk and Mm. i did my best to you know to to um manage it in a way that that i was comfortable with
0: and and really i think the only Way you have were able to do that, or anyone can do that, is if they have practiced that in some meaningful way. Yeah, and obviously you did it in the extreme where the consequences were really, really high. Not for everyone, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know that everyone needs to 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 do reality bath. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't to, to learn the lessons, but I think yeah. the lessons do need to be learned in some way. Yeah. And this is kind of circling back, I think, to maybe some of the magic that occurs here um in 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 the effort that is put forth in the 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 space the gym space um i know we're speaking kind of um a little bit ambiguous about but S- we'll, we'll, we'll things, call but it, it a gym but yeah uh, for for the for the casual viewers and yeah. if you guys want to explore what that really means then go to nonprofit.media yeah, yeah. there's is,
1: there is a website with some explanation but the, you know the interesting thing when i started the the first gym was mm-hmm. um was to bring some lesson you know like hey when when there's weight you know when there when something is risky and that mm-hmm. can be you know that can be physical that can be you know social that can be financial um and you know one of the most beautiful things that you know when crossfit began let's say that greg glassman identified was like was the, you know, the act of sort of gamifying it in a way. he's like, he identified correctly that men will die for points. Yeah. <laughs> And so if you turn, you know, some of these, you know, some uh, events in the gym, if you pit people in competition with each other, they're going to try harder. If you add some other risk to it, you know, where there are penalties for underperformance,
0: mm-hmm. then, um, you know, then people are going to pay better attention. If you simply introduce the prospect of disapproval, that that can really... Um elicit quite a response in the um player as it were
1: i mean if if uh if you know that approval is um yeah it has to be the you know the the the, The right person the the right person the right situation this you know that that sort of thing um i mean you can you can sort of organize it in 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 a number of different ways but it but it's something it's a lesson that you know for me that came from climbing that Mm -hmm. that okay there's you know, you if the risk is high enough, you um, you will be completely present. <laughs> you will be well prepared. Mm-hmm. You will enter into these situations having stacked the deck in your fa- in your favor to the highest degree possible. Mm-hmm. And I mean, one of the things er- early on when I first started training military and we were and it was all sort of cold weather and high altitude type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was prior to nine eleven. And so uh, you know, I think climbing is one of the it's one of the few activities in the civilian world, um, let's say that you can do where the consequences of your decisions matter rather a lot, and sometimes mm-hmm. immediately yep um and and that could could be you know
0: it could be a shortfall, it could be a long fall, it could maybe you it's know, frostbite, maybe you know different degrees of severity oh but. Sh- sure.
1: Yeah. So it, it, it's in it, and, and there's the insidious, you know, there's an insidious one because mm-hmm. you, you it, it's not obvious that it's going to happen to you. A lot of factors will contribute to, you know, eventually getting frostbite. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got out of it. you uh, I spent a lot of time in the cold. And I mean, one trip we were uh, in Kazakhstan in the winter. And uh at base camp before at the lowest elevation before we even started climbing, base camp was around twelve thousand feet and uh the average temperature for the four weeks we were there was minus twenty seven degrees. Whew. And that's every day. The lowest it went was minus sixty three. And um you know, you just it's and there, the, the severity, like I'd never been in a situation where the, the you know, for that amount of time mm-hmm. where you had to be that on
0: it 24-7. Now, do you, can you, were you doing movement in when it was that cold or was oh, it something yeah. where you shelter and no, you guys weren't really into sitting in one place for very long? Well, we
1: had to, so th- that particular trip, you know, we, um, the thing we were trying to climb is 23,000 feet high. So. Um, we had acclimatized prior to—the f- uh, only way into this uh, zone, um, uh, no one had ever been in there. I don't, still don't think anyone has ever been in there on foot. Like, you access by helicopter. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get tra- kicked out of a helicopter 12,000 feet. You better be acclimatized there because there's no way to lose rapidly lose elevation. Sure. It's like 80 kilometers um, down to the toe of the glacier. I mean— it's it you know, it's a savage and there you, you can't lose altitude fast enough. You know, you get uh, high altitude illness of some kind, you're you're you done. Mm-hmm. And that you know, the the team that went in after we did that um w- would have been the third team into that region in the winter ever. Um we were the second and uh um those uh let's see, you know, one of them died of altitude illness you know, in place. Mm-hmm. Um, two guys managed to ski down that glacier. There's no radio contact oh. um, out, and this was pre phone. Um, I guess we could have had one. Uh, well, technology existed, mm-hmm. but that's not a type of a, a, a communication device that would have been legal for a foreigner to have in the USSR at that time. Oh. Um, so we didn't, uh, and, and those guys obviously didn't, so they were a party of four, and, um, I think I addressed this on the USSR podcast on the nonprofit, uh-huh. um, uh, or the USSR episode of the nonprofit mm-hmm. podcast, but, um, t- you know, they flew in, one guy got sick pretty much straight up, straight away. Two guys skied down the glacier, got out by the time they, um, th- they organized a, a, a rescue. Um, and that's not, that, that's just, you know, it's 80 K down to the toe of the glacier. Then another, um, Twelve miles off the toe there to a Chinese military outpost on the border of Kazakhstan and Jeez. China, and then you beg and you know um, hope that you know you don't end up in a work will. camp, right, um, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> or, or whatever. Um, and they organized a rescue, got a helicopter back in there. The one guy who had alti- high uh, had gotten high altitude sick. He was dead in the tent, and the other guy was gone. So probably you know they left one guy to try and take care of that sure. guy. He died. That other dude. You Know he's there by himself. He's like, his only hope is to try and ski down the glacier, probably skied into a crevasse and died. <sighs> um, but so we were there, we uh, flew into that spot, and then it's then you have to go. I mean, we we're moving just about every day, okay. Um, in, in those conditions, and it's it's you know it is. You know the gear exists to do
0: it. Sure, um, but the margin of error is almost oh, none. Yeah, you I, you fuck up one exchange of a glove.
1: Yeah, you dr- you, you lose them you you know you drop a mitten in mm-hmm. those conditions and you don't have a spare or socks or something to take the place of it. It's not your fingertips that are going to be frostbitten. It's you know you're losing your hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the team that had been in um, to that region the year before. Um, a team of fifteen Russians and twelve of them came home with frostbite of some kind. I mean, it's it, it, it was
0: a, it was a silly, how silly uh, place to go in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, you know, I've been cold before. Um, I don't. I can't again fathom negative sixty three. And there, you, you're just like,
1: all right, we're moving real fucking slow because you can't afford to sweat. Oh, well, yeah. You can't afford, like, geez. there's like a, a lot of adaptation occurs. Sure. And, so, but we're, but we, we as human beings
0: are able to do it. Right. You know, given, if, given adequate technology and proper training. Yeah. And um, I, the, the thing that really comes to mind in all of this. Because none of this was unknown to you, the risk involved in this calculation. So the management of fear going into something like this, where you walk willingly into something that like, hey, you know, there's the possibility where I could lose my hand or lose my life or whatever. And there's plenty of people. I mean, you know. Yeah, no one's immune. I mean, no one's immune. And and so, you know, man, the the the. The gravitas to, you know, even consider doing something like that. I mean, is is something impressive? But the, you know, like I said, the fear is a real thing. No matter who you are, I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm sure you can attest. Like, yeah, there's there's some concern there. You weren't just like, ah, this will be fine. Oh yeah, you knew, but um, yeah, you, I mean, you were able to overcome that in spite of. Um, what, what do you? What would you attribute that to? Th- that um it's practice
1: yeah you know it's 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 consistent exposure stimulus response and and then increasing and the, just slowly in, and, in stepping that up a little yeah bit. or you know accidentally step, sometimes step, you don't have the choice yeah yeah i mean you get and then and and, and then learning the lessons there from mm. like i had never been i mean the first really cold uh anything i did i mean i started climbing in the cascades you know it's a low out it's a maritime it's low altitude it's a maritime range um i and then uh and i'd never i yeah i guess that was that was kind of it until 84 i went to the alps but uh, i was there in the fall and uh um, yeah so piece of cake well um (laughs) that year was uh i mean it was particularly stormy but it still it wasn't it's not that co- you know nothing colder than climate in the winter in the cascades sure. at that point um and then um went back there in the summer of 80 no so between so after um the fall trip in 84 then february of 85 i went to the canadian rockies for the first time and uh I had not ever watched a water bottle freeze in front of my eyes. Okay. Um, Like half full, pulled it out of the pack, swirled it around, and (laughs) it instantly froze. That was on Louise Falls, the first thing we did when we got up there. And then um, we went out to the parkway, and uh, so the first time I climbed Polar Circus, which is an 1,800, 2,000-foot-high frozen waterfall um great it's probably grade five plus i think it was called grade six at that time um and uh, it was minus 42 degrees and <laughs> it, and it you know so all of the clothes all like figuring out how to swing out you know mittens mm-hmm. you know it, like gloves is just like not even an option yeah it's not a question and the type of you know Footwear and you know every every single thing has to be absolutely perfect in those conditions, and we were successful. I mean, a team of three: um, John Stoddard and uh, Marty Westland, and um, and and I realized like okay, so it's possible to do. And then later that spring, uh, Stoddard and I went to Alaska. You know, flew into the range. You know, in April, so pretty early in the season. Uh, again, super fucking cold. Um, Mugs Stump had been in; he flew out as we were flying in. Um, gave us a couple of steaks; they were frozen solid. <laughs> he, he's just like, "Hey," um, and he and uh, his clients got shut down because it was it was too cold, too, and yeah. the clients couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mugs, obviously, uh, being who he was, he he was just fine. Um, but the again, again, the risk was was pretty high, and you know, over the course of time um i just like you know exposure and figuring out like oh uh you know this is you know th- these are the boot liners that are bet you know they're mm-hmm. you know they're a closed cell phone they're not the wool and or thinsulate ones that you know and sometimes you can actually uh you know there there were patterns around to to make your own boot liners mm-hmm. so you could actually have them be thicker and therefore warmer um, the types of you know a super gator that left the the sole of the you know the boot exposed not as warm as a full you know overboot mm-hmm. full overboot means you got to have crampons on at all times if it's those types of roots, that's what's going to happen anyway mm-hmm. um you know so but so it was just this sort of slow adaptation to start to To practice and mm. then to start going in the op- in the opposite direction of okay yeah I can insulate the you know myself to the nth degree out here and be warm but can I you know fulfill my recreational <laughs> ambition if you will mm. with these levels you know this level of insulation you know is what what can I trade away um, you know uh, in, in, in favor of mobility what can i you know what can i g- start getting away with and how and, can you adapt versus insulate because yeah. i think you i remember, or insula- remember how, which, how do i integrate with the environment integrate, yes instead of insulate yes you know mm-hmm. integrate with it instead of insulate from, from it mm-hmm. and that became the um the objective the mantra yeah for you know the the, the next 15 plus years um at uh, from 85 to sort of 2000 and then you know some military training after that but mm-hmm. um but the but for those 15 years it really it really was um you know
0: trying to figure out how light is too light i i, I think
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know the answer
0: yeah no i i i don't want to <laughs> even touch that
1: right. <laughs> I mean, the answer is like, cause you don't come back from, yeah. When you from, find
0: out then, well, oh, there it was, too, there's that limit. There's too light. Yeah. There it was. Shit. Oh, damn it. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, you know, I think what's really important to, to bear in mind, you know, with what you're saying here in this management of fear really is that it is a process. I think too often we have this, um, idea that we're just going to eliminate it. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to face my fear. Yeah. Right? And I'm just gonna wake up one day and I'm gonna charge in and do whatever it is. And it's like, well, I mean, maybe. But, you know, we, we we've talked a little bit before, um, the idea of fear with a lower small f and fear with a big F. And and, you know, I kinda of think what you're saying here is there's a lot of small F's before you can approach that big one.
1: Yeah, and there's and, and there are different ways um like I kind of opted out when I, I i started and i was pretty fearful mm-hmm. i was actually turned at first
0: it was actually turned out i realized i was afraid of heights same here i'm terrified <laughs> my freaking business partner matt takes me on all these fucking ice climbs because mm-hmm. he loves it and he you know and i'm like dude you don't uh, i'm so scared of this whole, and which is why yeah. i do it because i know i need to because yeah it's probably good for me but oh, damn it it's it, it's I, super I mean, sketchy.
1: It, it, it's super sketchy, and it's and it's kind of irrational. It's Like, <laughs> I
0: can only
1: fall this far, you know. Like, um, I, I mean, the first big route that I ever did, like, I wouldn't, t- I wouldn't look back. I was, mm. I like stayed facing the. I mean, there's was a thousand foot rock wall with a sort of thousand foot or eight hundred foot vertical approach or whatever, and I just would not look down. I wouldn't look down. Were you and, on
0: lead rope or were you top roped? In?
1: I, I did not lead a pitch that day. Okay. Um, it was the first big thing I had ever, you know, done. And I was freaked the, f- I mean, really freaked out. And, you know, f- fast forward, you know, a couple of years and I'm up there, you know, p- maybe high on psychedelic drugs. Okay. And, you know, tying into the back of the harness and basically, you know, l- letting my partner decide how much slack I would get and then lean out. Oh, my god! You know, just to get the. The, the fact. You know, <laughs> and it, 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 There was And there's a There's a point And it's a story That's So the the first book That I wrote Is called Extreme Alpinism And mm-hmm. it's sort of A how not to book <laughs> And um, A story early on Had to deal with it, um, d- Deals with You know The fact that I was Really fearful mm-hmm. The fear heights Thing went away Pretty quick Sure But just the general Did the fear, psychedelics Help with that? Um, I prob- <laughs> You know I wasn't I, I didn't uh, use, They were Uh I, that I, was much after the
0: fact i'm yeah, sure well
1: was, they were joyride kind of like i didn't use them as a tool sure. that i know you know it, um could have been i know now could uh, have been useful okay you know that that a lot of you know any number of people have you know had experiences um using that particular tool to, mm-hmm. to ad- address certain psychological conditions sure. let's say. um But that wasn't, you know, it was a, it was Joyride. Yeah. You know, that's just like. uh, um. As if,
0: as if the event itself wasn't extreme enough to add that layer is like, man. But, but it, 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 I think there's a, there is a,
1: um, there's an attitude about uh, those plants, those, Mm -hmm. you know, types of fungus, let's Uh say. Um, where people think you're like, ah, I'm, you know, if I take all that, I'm going to be super out of control, but you, but you know, just consider the possibility that you might be more in control, that you might be more sensitive to these things. Maybe you can't handle the amount of stimulus that mm-hmm. you're getting and need to, you know, back it back off sure. to do something different and work your way back forward. But, um, you know the 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 general consensus in society. I mean, just think back to the whole reefer madness. Oh, thing. sure. I mean, the, you you're know, gonna, gonna a, just, uh, n- yeah. And then you're gonna turn have into these a unmanageable flashbacks later if you take these psychedelics uh, sure. and that. And I'm still waiting for them. But yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the 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 bigger thing that came up um, that I wrote about in extreme alpinism was just like the general fear of being, you know in the mountains and that vulnerable. Hmm. And because I didn't have the knowledge, you know, I was putting myself in these situations where um you know, thinking l- like I was trying to progress really fast. Sure. And you know, time, yep, must be respected. Mm-hmm. And you know, yes, I packed you know, 10 years of cl- you know, worth of climbing experiences into 2 or 3 years, but I still didn't have 10 years of experience. Sure. And that is, you know, your sort of relationship with and and the ease with which you can start identifying, managing, embracing, you know, risk and fear and all of these things, it's based on time. Mm. And there's no way around. There's no fucking hack. Yeah. That's what everyone wants,
0: man. Like, what's the secret? Mark, what's the secret? Oh, well, I fucking did it for, you know, a lifetime. The secret
1: is I accidentally killed the neighbor's cat and I buried it and I didn't tell him. And now I've said it. Okay. So, well, if shit. those neighbors are listening, hey, I, Sorry I, I felt you. real bad.
0: <laughs> but you know, it yeah. had to be done. Or whatever. Needs, needs, needs
1: must. Needs <laughs> must. Yeah. <laughs> but but the and and you know my the climbing partner um, that I was with on one of the, you know my fear manifested and we was like yeah there's there's two summits that you know two mountains that we can do back to back the conditions are perfect we climb one we drop down and we're at the base of the north face of the other one and. Um, and I tell him, I can't do it. I can't do You know, I can't go. I'm too freaked out and mm-hmm. this and that. And he's like, the fucking conditions are perfect and the weather's perfect. And, and so I made us go down. And and he, you know, held my feet to the fire and I was like, fuck, he's right. I gotta do, if I want to, if I want to fulfill all of this ambition that I have and the shit that I've been saying that I'm going to mm-hmm. do, um, then I need to manage this. And that's how I ended up in a martial arts school. Huh. And I spent, and I quit climbing and for almost a year and a half, that's all I did—three nights a week, Seattle Kung Fu Club—and um, to, in actually, came away with a better, much better relationship with fear because you got hit at that club. Sure, and um, you know it wasn't like all forms and you know, yeah, that, yeah, you, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you, I mean, early on, you're not getting, you know, they're not gonna, you know, punch up potential paying client yeah long-term student to you know too much early on but but once you move up a little bit then you're then there's some actual sparring that happens and and it's you know, it was scary enough and then I and, and then I went I went back to climbing and accelerated like because I had managed to you know l- learn quite a bit more about myself mm. and how to manage these you know, fear inducing type situations. And, and one of the things, the lessons that's in extreme alpinism is that, you know, um, the wise man, when you start talking about fear, Mm -hmm. the wise man knows how to fear that, which should be feared. And that was my mission was Mm -hmm. like, what's the appropriate response? Because I was giving inappropriate
0: responses before, gotcha, and fearing mean, the things that needn't, and then potentially not fearing the things you probably should have been paying more attention. Oh no, to. I was just fearing everything. Oh okay, <laughs> yeah, well you know, you know, better to be on free. the safe side. There. Yeah, um, I want I
1: want, a, I, I want more rope, man. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I mean one of the things that you touched on with that that's really important that I think a lot of us um, are sometimes lacking in is that person to hold us accountable. Yeah, you know, to to really like you know, make sure that we are really, uh, about the things that we say we're about. And if we're, you know what I mean? And like, Hey man, you said you wanted to do this. Cause it's really easy. We can let ourselves off the hook. Um, oh yeah, no problem. I mean, man, we can play those mental gymnastics and come out ahead every single time. But when you throw another individual that we, you know, whose opinion a- respect, we value and yeah. respect, um, yeah. man, that, that matters. And I think that, you know, if we can reliably find that we can. Um,
1: I was going to say, there's, you know, a, there's a camera on a tripod
0: over there. And yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll keep exploring. her on a leash. We'll yeah. make sure. Um, <laughs> well, we we, 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 man, that's a really useful tool and something we should. Um, and you put, put yourself in that situation. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and, and knowing that, can, that you need it and, and you know, yes. and that's a part of knowing ourselves of like, Hey man, I'm never going to work out and put out as much effort than if mark twight tells me i can't do something or he says you know i can Ooh, also also yeah i mean it works it truly it works both ways because you've you've roped me into both yeah <laughs> exactly. my legs are still fucking sore
1: <laughs> <laughs> i mean and, and i was i was re- super, really fortunate to have either climbing partners who had a lot more experience mm. than i did or you know really good mentors the first trip i took to I went on um, uh, in, to the Alps was with John Krakauer, and he'd already had a you know fairly storied climbing career mm-hmm. at that point, and you know someone you know who I, whose you know belief in me, I wanted to live up to. Mm. Um, And, you know, technically I was good, but I didn't have a, you know, good sense for, I mean, mountains, I mean, the North Face of the Iger is fucking 6,000 feet high. You know, it's like the biggest thing I had ever climbed at that point was like the North Ridge Mount Stewart um, in the Cascades or North Face of Dragon Tail in the winter, done that a few times. Those are like 2,500 foot, you know, 3,000 foot things. Mm. And you know, six thousand, and a face that you know has killed more people than God, um, or not really, well, but, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot. But a lot. Um, and, I mean, I think like by the time the first ascent was made in thirty eight, I think uh, at fourteen or fifteen people have been killed trying to Damn. climb it. Um, and um, you know, in that confrontation, but I had a but I had a really good mentor, guide, and and you know, believer. Mm-hmm. And the next. Um, you know, partnership I fell into was uh, my first trip to the Himalayas in 1986 was with Jeff Lowe. Mm-hmm. He had been, he had meant to, um, Charlie Fowler was supposed to go with him and Charlie couldn't and, you know, uh, and, and bailed. I didn't have the money to go. Jeff, you know, had heard about me. We did one route in the Alps in the summer of 85 together. And so, uh, and so he invited me to go. The American Alpine Club was gracious enough to, um give me a grant of um uh, i think five thousand dollars or something that you know pay was was good enough to off you know to to, to cover what was not covered by a company mm-hmm. you know, some of the sponsors for that trip um i went on two trips to the himalayas with with jeff the year after that i ended up um in a you know business and climbing relationship with john bouchard um you know who uh was operating wild things at the time same thing you know a, wild career that you know, he had. And those I credit those three guys with basically everything that you know I ever did in the mountains um was because of their belief, Mm. their lessons, and them also kinda holding me accountable. Because, you know, you're two dudes alone in the Himalayas. Uh you gotta you gotta carry your weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For (laughs) sure. You can't just
0: um skate through as it were in, in that kind of situation. In 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 our conversations, I've got and I could be wrong, so correct me if so. But a lot of what you have accomplished and done, obviously, you just mentioned that there's been the the belief that's spurred you on. But I think something that maybe gave you the audacity even attempt or pursue uh, would it would it be accurate to say that maybe there's a bit of a chip on your shoulder to do that? Is that a fair? There was okay. Ah, uh, maybe still is. I mean, not in some facets. In, well, in in some facets. My my, yeah. my question with that because we generally say that as like you know that's an insult or a negative thing and it's bad. Wow, that's power. Well, can and, and so my my question is, you know, do you think that that greatness can act in anything can actually be achieved without some chip on one shoulder? Ooh, I don't know that it is.
1: I don't know. I've been thinking
0: about this interview
1: for a really long time. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's that's that's actually quite a good question. Just because I've never thought about it, because my personal experience is that it was beneficial. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, uh, and and I think a lot of young men. I mean, um, you you end up with a chip on their shoulder because they can't live up to their dad's expectations or you know something like sure it, it could be that it could be they got you know press fit into you know doing stuff that they you know wasn't right for their temperament mm-hmm. you know like i uh, you're going to learn how to do this you know this is the sport you're gonna play and it's like
0: uh, i don't care
1: yeah. yeah i and and so therefore i realize that for i have this thing the i i think um so she, if if you want that chip to be advantageous in fulfilling your ambition or doing these certain things, then then aim it correctly. Mm. Like aim it at the activity, not at the people, or you know who 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 might just be around. Choose your target. Yeah, it, and because it's unhelpful to and not that I didn't. I mean I <laughs> in, insulted and damaged you know a, a lot you know a number of people um in in the early part of my life and and later <laughs> also but i th- but you know that's just misapplication of that or mi- you know mis- misapplication or misdi- misdirected use of that anger mm-hmm. um i th- the for, so but i th- i think you know d- different obviously the 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 for the the variety of motivation that is possible is, uh, you know, as great as there are, you know, different individuals in the world. Okay. Um, And, you know, a couple of guys that I climbed with who, you know, were f- French, I mean, one in particular that, you know, I can think of, it wasn't you know, he wasn't an angry, per- you know, there's a uh, very accomplished you know mm-hmm. super capable but also generally content and 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 happy and I think it was the cavalier relationship with mortality mm. um, that allowed him to do things that that other people weren't willing to you know weren't willing to do in the sense that i I don't think he really cared whether he lived or died and it did not that he you know didn't value his life sure i i but developed a level
0: of acceptance that he carried yeah hmm.
1: and and so he would take risks that other people you know would be unable to accept sure you know or unwilling to accept but I, and i had this idea um i developed a, a what i think now is probably kind of a bullshit theory but i liked it at the time <laughs> that um you know most like, the, historically, <laughs> uh, in Europe, young men were, you know, they weren't living that long. Sure. There's a hundred years war. There's 30 years fucking mm-hmm. war. There's this war. There's that war. There's, you know, all of this stuff. They're just getting chopped right and left. And so suddenly, you're around, and you're living a little bit too long, and your biological clock goes off, so you start climbing. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah. way these guys were driving their cars, mm-hmm. riding their motorcycles, flying paragliders, base jumping, climbing, you know, all this stuff. I'm just like, you guys are just looking for the, you know, like to, to, to try and fulfill this, this, you know, <laughs> biological memory or social sure. memory that you have that you're not supposed to live past 24, 25. You make it to 30, man, you're old, you're old man. Yeah. Check out, dude. <laughs> I don't know, you know. No, I mean, it's I an was interesting, trying yeah. to figure out, like, why these guys would belay, you know, would belay off a single piece, you know, instead of maybe equalizing two pieces, you know, mm. just in case. See, we got the
0: hardware. <laughs> we brought you know, it up let's here. let fucking
1: use it, you know, or willing to solo. Th- I mean, I was soloing too, but, um, uh, but still there were certain things that i you know, my line was... Somewhere short of sure. some of, of theirs In terms of that risk
0: Well, you know, you, you had mentioned anger as a chip on the shoulder And that being the the driving factor But, I mean, to me, really, it just it, it stems from I think it's just having anything to prove Yeah, t- At some point, either whether that's to yourself or to someone else And, and yeah. to me, like, again, we, we sometimes browbeat that a little bit Of, like, you know, the the ultimate peak achievement Is that we have nothing to prove To anyone or anyone like this, this very like, yeah, man, I don't have to, you know, this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you could
1: you could say it. You could say I don't have anything to prove in a in a way that's posturing. And you could say it in a way that's absolutely truthful.
0: Sure. But but if you if you don't have any to prove, then why do anything now? You're just you're just going to sit there and not have anything to prove. So I don't think it's this. You know, I think that's the goal for a lot of people. They want to get to that point. And maybe I'm speaking a little bit of. You know, of my own thing of like, man, it'll be nice when I get to the point where I don't feel like I have to do anything, you know, because it, it is. And, I'm, you know, you can probably relate to this. It can be difficult to manage whatever that that inner yeah. spark that's constantly pushing. It's like, man, it'd be nice to just, you know, kind of be able to chill the fuck out every once in a while. But, but that, so if I, I think it's it it's innate like that.
1: You know, I'll show you Mm -hmm. or the, you know, the prove it gene. If you will, I like to to call it a gene because it's not. It's It's not in everyone. No. Thankfully. Sure. It would be a really messed up place. It'd be a little bit messier. (laughs) Slightly more complicated. But the, um, but I don't think it necessarily goes away. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, when I voluntarily you know walked away from climbing when I quit um the the prove it thing you know it was still there like and and, and whether it's and and I honestly you know it could have been you know my dad it could have been um you know teachers in School growing, you know, all of the people who said I'd never amount to anything mm-hmm. if because I, I didn't apply myself, I didn't study, and I'm like, I'm passing all your goddamn like, what you tests for that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And um, it, so when then when I started, you know, shooting, I had something to prove, mm-hmm. um, that that I wasn't that I had the ability to. To, to do this and to do it well, if I just apply myself, you know, like I, I can, I I like to think I can, f- you know, figure out how to do things. Sure. Um, and then if I simply apply myself, i.e., get obsessed mm-hmm. with you know practice with learning those things and practicing those things, then I can, I can be adequate. Any yeah, way, you know, uh, um, but it happened with shooting when I started, you know, um, the whole journey of you know having a gym and training people Mm -hmm. and 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 that I needed to prove it there because I came from nowhere it wasn't my life's you know study or anything um there was uh you know when I started racing my bike same thing Mm -hmm. um and you know even when I was making refuge as a book it's like look I'm (laughs) gonna (laughs) um I'm gonna make this you didn't take that lightly no no and I but I but, and I think that's a that's a lot of it is that that, that you know don't take it lightly mm. do you know feel free to um, pay attention and yeah. obsess and um, and and so it didn't I never if you <laughs> if I had kept climbing and I was still doing it today you know, I'd have 20, you know, and was still alive. <laughs> um, I'd have 20 years more experience and maybe at a point where I just do it because it's kind of cool and it's fun and I'm actually okay at it. It doesn't, you know, or something. Um, but that does that need to prove it The need a little bit chip on my shoulder. I mean, the 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 punk. Intro for Refuge that I that the, you know the very first introduction that I wrote for it, mm-hmm. which I might publish at some point, but it's not in the book. Right. Um, was it was it was aggro. It was like I, I'll show you you know yeah it, it, it kind of thing. And um, I think it's super powerful. I don't know that it is a, you know completely necessary for everyone, mm-hmm. but I know that when harnessed, it is. It is incredibly powerful.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, it really is. And what I've um, kind of witnessed in this and, and something I've been trying to uh, apl- apply to myself because I, I think that you and I are kindred spirits in, in some way um, where you know there you have to be very careful where this chip on the shoulder, um, you, you don't let it become this all-consuming self-loathing uh, which which I think is the negative drawback. And then we have to be very careful of like, hey, take that prove it gene and and use it, but don't let it go too far down this path. I mean, a little bit of self-loathing isn't the end of the world, but at some point it might be worth um, working past that at a certain point. Yeah. Um, and, and it's still a process. I think it's something that that, you know, I'd like to think that I've been getting better about for myself and a lot of that is due to the practice that you know has transpired here a lot of inspiration from um our friend michael and mm-hmm. some of the activities that he likes to partake in have helped um and, and and it seems based off of kind of where you were when i met you which was kind of around this refuge time and yeah. that process and now where we are now it seems that that has also been true of where you're at to some degree at least yeah i i I mean i would i would say
1: the more um yeah a a number of things have transpired that Mm -hmm. have allowed that like i and not that i don't need to prove it i just don't need to um treat myself in a like i'm not and i'm not gonna say I'm good enough and people (laughs) like me, you know, or (laughs) or whatever, whatever the, the the yeah. Stuart Smalley. There we go. Thank you. Yes. I'm with you. Um, you know, it, it's, I don't, I'm not that enlightened. Sure. But the, um, the self-loathing is, you know, it's reserved Mm -hmm. for, for certain things. Um, the need to prove it in, Avenues that where I used to Yeah, yeah, not not so much yeah. anymore. And um and then uh there's a certain beauty that comes with that those moments of you know, inner peace. Mm which you know and i say moments because they are fleeting, They're fleeting for <laughs> sure um but they but you know uh sometime you know like like the last couple of days i mean we had a symposium last weekend and it was you know it
0: was pretty heavy arguably one of the best ones you guys have done
1: i i agree
0: i agree and and, and, and none of them have ever been bad and i and i think i've been i don't know that there's too many that i've missed I, yeah um i, I don't yeah, I think you've been here for I, a I lot. I think I've for, been, I've been, for, been fortunate but, enough to have you know been able to participate in these. And holy shit! I mean, uh, this it is it is profound what transpires at these things, and it's really hard to put into words. Um, and, and, and I and I wish I could explain it to our to our listeners and our viewers, and I and I and I won't do it the service by explaining it. Other than man, if you guys want to experience something, um and and you're looking for that so if, i mean if, it's as 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 elusive <laughs> or ethereal
1: as it sounds i i again i don't know you know we do spend some time on day 2 um applying the the, the concepts that are taught
0: on day 1 you know in a in the physical form mm-hmm. um, as it relates somewhat to fitness and effort I, I don't like to use fitness but i think effort is a yeah. better yes
1: descriptor um but the like the, the emails and texts that i've received from this one um and uh in in the last couple of days you know almost every single one has you know used transformative or life-changing or something like that and i don't want to make it sound like a you know a uh, you know, then an Est seminar or
0: a Tony Robbins thing, you know, or sure. some, anything like that. It, anytime you start using that language, right? It, 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 it's very easy to conjure up in your mind something that this is not. Yeah, you know, it, it always I mean, we feels s- like very hokey and cheesy, and you know, like these guys are full of shit. We were one step away from snake dancing, but we didn't quite get there. That so next time, well, close. you got to save something for the yeah. following exactly yeah what <laughs> yeah where are you gonna go if you, if you yeah if well you, you jump the shark right it, like come on exactly you lead with <laughs>
1: snake dancing you got no place you pretty that's you know you're right. fighting grizzly bears in a cage after yeah that now it's something. crazy that's <laughs> absurd <laughs> it's <laughs> completely absurd or you know or hunting a wild boar with a spear for example, yeah, you yeah know, because no one does that exactly like it's um but, but, the, but the, the the interaction the 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 and for me this um this particular event um I, it was you know revelatory mm-hmm. i mean I had a, a couple of two pretty profound things happened for me that i recognize like i'm um yeah there's been an evolution internally mm-hmm. and in relationship with some of these ideas um that man i i you know i've been was pretty tired the last few days but there's been seminars in the past where um, where it's taken two and three weeks to recover from mm-hmm. them because the output was so much and my own internal resistance to ah. certain things was so mm-hmm. much. And this this particular, um, these, these two days, yeah, it was heavy and I learned a few things and I got to, you know, share and witness other people's, you know, l- learning and, you know, Moments of enlightenment, or yep. having some questions mm-hmm. answered, or some ideas explored, um, but I kind of feel like since I was fully accepting of everything that happened, that it's going to be pretty easy to recover.
0: Nice, yeah. Which is interesting. You know that I think we—it's very easy to be uh, resistant. Yes, in 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 a lot of facets, right, of our lives, and sometimes it's 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 warranted, it's necessary, but but figuring out when when to resist and when to um, allow something yeah. w- to to enter whatever that set is yourself re-
1: set yourself to receive, sure, instead yeah. of resist, and uh, <laughs> it's um, you know if you want if you want to know something, you can't say no, right? That's mm.
0: How many, and how many times do we do that? How many times do we say, uh, oh man, I want to do this thing. But then, you know, we put up the wall and say, mm, ah, that's uncomfortable. I don't like it. No, thanks. Well, I mean, you're, well then you're full of shit, man. And that's where we need the people to call us to tell us that we're full of shit. Cause you said you wanted to set out that thing. So either you lied in the beginning or you're lying now. Yeah. Which one is it?
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, you want to lie to me? Great. I'd, I'd like to know when it's happening, Sure, but um, the thing that concerns me is when I mean when I lie to myself. Yes,
0: that is the biggest problem, and and you know we. I I think a lot of us have lived our lives, and there's been times, and I still probably, um, can deceive myself in a lot of ways and a lot of times. But I think that the the more we can, uh, stop doing that and be real and 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 honest. Yeah, man, that. Then, then we can have these moments of peace that you're talking about. That are still moments because we're human and we're going to screw it up for sure. Um, <laughs> probably more often than we get it right. Yeah. But uh, you know, one thing that you know, just from me, um, you're talking about having something, still having things to prove, and that, uh, in my mind, what transpired and what typically transpires here. Um, is an indication is like, man, you don't have anything else to prove the, 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 proof of what you have done and, and who you are and your contribution is evident in, in, in the people that, that you've attracted here and the way that you've touched these people and continue to impact them. And so it's like, you know, there, there's not a lot of people that I look around and, you know, can say, Hey, this guy doesn't have shit to prove, you know? And yet if I
1: aim myself in a different direction Mm -hmm. i mean i i could say yeah in this in this context of whatever is happening
0: in my mind this is the only context that matters though i mean again to to i mean i'm putting this thing up on on quite a pedestal but you know the profundity that is experienced um by everyone involved it's like man the the thing that you're doing here is it's what's needed it's what's missing i mean it's in a lot of in a, in in most people i think and i think part of the
1: reason that happened is because of the diversity of the things that go on here mm. that it's that it's not quote just a gym unquote and and it's not just this podcast where we don't have anything to talk about <laughs> and so we have to you know or or um, and it's not just the publishing that has happened, mm-hmm. you know, with Refuge, with the various, you know, editions of Rays, with the Strength Manual, you know, which is sort of a how a, a, a how to. I'll just leave it at that. Okay, um, with and the Endurance Manual, and you know the other stuff that we are working on. It's all of these things together. It's having. You know, when an art opening or a gallery with Mm -hmm. photographic prints, it's it's the fact that, you know, art and creativity and that sort of thing is talked about a lot on the podcast and it informs every single thing. I mean, the the space program, the sort of subscription fitness thing that's Mm -hmm. attached to the website, it's it all started because we didn't see anybody out there who were being creative and creative for a reason mm-hmm. um w- with an intent when they're designing their the the training and and you know we start talking to a couple of different people a- and realize like wow these you know there are some of us who are actually thinking about these things and how to put stuff together what lessons i can teach if i organize the training in a certain way mm-hmm and how those lessons might be you know beneficial to you know things outside of the gym and that 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 kind of thing um and uh and and so i think i think it's the the interplay of all of those things and the fact that you know if we start um uh look back to the early episodes of the podcast and what the you know the intent was if Mm -hmm. you will if we you know knew knew that then or the, the the way that those things you know the conversations happen and why and 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 that that um uh you know it's it's changed a lot and and i, I think we don't need to be pretend to be you know the you know the worst fitness podcast you know or, or sure whatever whatever, whatever because,
0: cheeky silly whatever yeah, yeah for fun yeah but
1: the, um, something that, and part of that is, is realizing, like, the better, converse, the, you know, the, the, the best conversations that are had, mm-hmm. in for me, in any podcast setting, you know, regardless of, you know, who is running it or whatever, are the ones that are, you know, deeply human. Mm-hmm. And... And, and talk about stuff that all human beings, exper- you know, have, ex- not, you know, not all, but, you know, the, uh, human experiences talk about them, especially the difficult experiences that most, you know, that that are especially um not easy to talk mm-hmm. about And many people won't Yeah Um. And then you, you know And it's sometimes You know What happens at the symposium Is when Someone You know Begins talking about Something difficult um, It allows Other people to go Oh I had something similar happen And I realize that this is um, It's safe In here mm-hmm. People understand My experiences You know I am not alone Yep and therefore, I can share and talk about this and maybe, you know, learn from it, understand it. And, you know, I, I won't I wouldn't say resolve
0: necessarily. Sure. But sometimes it is that. I mean, just the, the sheer ability to acknowledge something, you know, and, and you can see these epiphanies happening. Right. Um, and And, you know, creating an environment where you can actually do that and you can only have that environment, I think. Um, when there, when there's some common shared, I, I want to say experience, but it, it, it's more than just an experience. Like the, the thing that everyone comes to this space with is kind of a love for activity, some kind of a yeah. sport, um, or, or, uh, just working out, moving their body in some way maybe is like, I, I don't know yeah. how you want to describe it, but whatever. And, and that shared experience gives everyone kind of this, this frame to, to branch off from, right? This, this jumping off point. And from there, that's our, that's the reference. And then now we can connect in all these different ways in a very meaningful, um, impactful way. And, you know, I, I think that that is, again, is something lacking is we don't have in society that that kind of universal binding, um, truth, if you will, right. There's truth and effort. Yeah. And, and people that have uh, partaken in that n- are aware. And so, you know, we need more people that can, that can have, they can speak that language of effort. I think that's the catalyst. And I think that's part of the magic that is created here, um, is, is using that as the jumping off point. And then, you know, letting the rest transpire, um, and and part of that is getting out of our own way, which you can only do in in the right kind of environment. Yeah, and sometimes you know you get pushed out of your own way, or pulled, which, or sure, or you
1: know, tempted, <laughs> tr- tricked. Yeah, I mean, and and. And a lot of that, that, that oh, the moment of insight, and sometimes it happens in conversation, but sometimes it happens in the workout of, oh, I didn't, I thought I knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is a lot of the beauty of, the, you know, the, the the creative nature of a lot of the training that happens here is, is you know, when um, a lesson is learned and, and is being taught in a particularly meaningful and, Sometimes kind of scary way. Mm -hmm. Like there was one of the the um the kid this weekend. I'll say kid, but um, uh, um, during the training session on Sunday, Mm -hmm. uh, the the guy was in the Coast Guard. Yep. Oh man, Um, super impressive that kid. Really, it was it was amazing. But he went so far. There was a point where I saw this look of like what I. What appeared to be genuine fear Like I don't know if there's enough Air in this room for me Mm -hmm. To survive it was And just like being Pulled along by The effort around um, Was was one part of that But I think also you know uh, This is This snuck up on me and then Kicked me
0: (laughs) Uh, and
1: simultaneously in the sack and in the back
0: of the head, <laughs> uh-huh. and and you know the the thing that I was really impressed by that was that he he kept going, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you saw oh, yeah. that moment, you know, because I was watching him. You know, and you could see the other people when they had that epiphany, and everyone else, you know, not too long after that, you know, yeah. they. They, 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 they dropped they and bailed, yeah. that's what, and that's generally what is going to happen. But when you see someone give, you know, a, a Herculean effort of that, right. I mean, this guy damned if he didn't dig deep, because what he did hurt. Oh yeah. I've, you know, I, I, I've, I've attempted and I've, I've I haven't gone to as, as, um far as he has in that particular workout. I mean, I've, I've done it in other efforts, but in that particular one, um, I I know what it feels like to start approaching those limits yeah and he went beyond that and and stayed and stayed even though and man that that is a really really cool thing to I experience mean it's, it's a level of
1: self-awareness but also trust in the environment mm. and the people around you sure like we're not
0: gonna we'll lead you to deep water yeah but you're not gonna drown sure and uh most people don't have that and that's you know that's Whenever I, mean,
1: I, I, in 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 the sense that we won't let you. Yes. I mean, we won't let you get close. Cause sure, well, that's, that's important. That's, that's okay. kind of
0: where the. Let me go make popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't. Yeah. That's not the end goal, and there there aren't enough. Sadly, there aren't enough um, spaces where that occurs anymore. Oh you yeah. You know, and and yeah. and for me, you know, very much of what what I'm trying to do with Savage Gentlemen is actually, you know, emulating to some degree what you guys are doing here with with nonprofit. I mean, um, these these guys probably won't know because they don't ex- they're not they're, they're not, not privy to overlap. Right. But but man, if if someone did know, they would they would be like, man, there's a lot of recurring themes here. You know, if they were to to exist in both spheres, Um, But, but I think it's really important and that's why I've really tried my best to, you know, take, take some of these lessons to heart and, and put it out here because man, it's, it's, it's so valuable, valuable and it's so needed. Um, And, you know, I'm really like immensely um, uh, grateful, you know, to be, to even like occasionally step into this orbit, you know. Um, it's, it's really cool.
1: I, I, w- I really, I, uh, I understand the circumstances. Mm-hmm. I
0: wish you were still living out west. Sure. It's, uh, man, it's been a, it's been a process. And I think of the, one of the biggest, but then sometimes I see doing man shit. Out I there mean, I do appreciate. get to, to get some cool opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's good. And, it, and you know, it is what it needed to be, but that doesn't make things any easier. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, it really doesn't. I mean, it was the right decision and it, and it had to be made. Um, but man, sometimes the right decision is hard often, often, yeah, you know, and, and, and every, every, I think everything that we do in life, um, that is worthwhile generally comes with some kind of a sacrifice. Yeah. you know and, and i think that we have to accept that it's easy to deny you know and it, it would be easy it would actually be a lot easier for me to just compartmentalize um put this thing away right pretend like it yeah. never really happened um but i know that that one isn't true um and 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 wouldn't be helpful you oh, know oh yeah
1: and the thing is like if it's if if it's if
0: it's going to change you, mm-hmm. it has to be hard enough to change you. <laughs> yeah, which is the which is a hard pill to swallow because we want that change, but man, I don't want that inconvenience. Yeah, it doesn't feel good, and that is the thing. It's the feeling, right? Uh, we we talked about this a little bit in the symposium. This idea of um, w- whether we can feel. Um, and keep that sine wave really, really small. Right. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have too much up or too much down and it kind of stays right in the center. And then there's a lot of people that want to exist in that. And I, for myself for a long time, that's where I lived. Um, until I realized I could experience, you know, a much larger up and down. But that also means that the the higher I feel, um, on the, on the plus side, then the more acutely and intensely I'm going to feel the other stuff. And I, I man, it's hard. But you know, if we are going to be, I think if we're going to consider ourselves to be men of substance, Mm -hmm. then we need to embrace that. Right. Like you want to be fucking tough. Cool. Feel your feelings and deal with it. Yeah. Right. Like you, you, that's, and that's a hard, we're we're not taught that. And it's repression ain't tough. No, it really isn't. I mean, it, 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 it seems tough on the outside, but man, I embrace that shit. Yeah. And the, the guys that, that can do that, um, that that's impressive. Yeah. You know, to me. Oh, yeah. I, I
1: mean, someone who um, can feel intensely mm-hmm. and also harden the fuck up when necessary. Yeah.
0: Um, that's
1: uh, that's a lot of capability. It's that <laughs> is the and,
0: and to me, that is a life worth living. Right. This this gray in between where, you know, nothing really matters and and nothing really gets your heartbeat over, you know, about one twenty. Fuck that. I that's that's not that's not where I want to leave, man. I want I want to be able to have a resting heart rate, you know, in the in the 40s. Mm -hmm. And then, man, I want to be able to jack that thing and crank it to 200, you know, when I need to. Yeah, that might be a little high now that I'm older. I don't know.
1: Yeah, the the maximum does uh, it l- shifts l- lower. A sure. Little bit. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But it's but not
1: you know, uh, uh, n- n- not the way the formula says. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, there's, I don't know if this is going to make the cut because this this may get this may get a little too personal. But I've okay. been, um, and this may not be even be the right place to bring this up necessarily. But I've been dying to know this for a long time um you said something i was gonna say three okay there you go uh, well yeah. done figured yeah. it out figured out <laughs> so this is ask, and it really this how is how many ex-wives i have oh okay <laughs> uh, this is really nothing more than my own edification so um i don't know if the listeners are would care to indulge this so okay. um if not then you guys can tune out right now yeah. um if you want to hear some personal shit, then stand by, then stand by, yeah so you you had said something and I don't know if you recall this um I don't know if it was on a podcast that, that we were on a while back, but it was it was it was in reference to i guess whenever we first met mm-hmm. um and and your very first impression and I and and, and it hasn't haunted me, but I've been very curious because i I tried to fancy myself as someone with a bit of self-awareness yeah right um and and I don't want to misquote you, but you uh, my understanding was the first time that you saw me or met me or whatever whatever that interaction was your first um impression was that that i was that I was a poser um I didn't see the ears man. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my question was I what 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 really my question was a poser of what? Because I am a poser. I I mean I I I've seen you pose for photos. I pose all the time. Yeah. You know, and I and I dabble in a lot of different things, which you know I I can probably often appear to be yeah. far better uh or far more versed in than I actually am. You know, people look at me walking around with a firearm. They're like, holy fuck, that dude must be an operator. It's like, no. I, I can barely operate a freaking remote control. Um, you got to be able to find it first. Yeah, well, <laughs> there is that. Um, and so, so yeah, so that's been a, that a question that I've had. Um, just like I said, for my own um, uh, path of self awareness, I, I I think it it probably had to. Well,
1: you do have a particular look, okay. One which in that time I wasn't, you know, I didn't totally appreciate. Okay. Uh, That got changed. um, When you showed up in a fucking tux at the (laughs) the refuge opening, I was just like, "He is a fucking gentleman." Wait a minute, this is amazing. (laughs) Um, But I, I I think the impression um, that I had was exactly that. You know, poser—probably not the right word—dilettante, which you just admitted to. I dabble in a lot of different Mm -hmm. things. Mm And, um, and first impression, you know, for me was like, uh, I had no idea, you know, this is all surface, this is all yeah. appearance. I had no idea how good you were at some of these, you know, that dabbling uh, is with a capital D <laughs> um, for I'm re- you. I'm a professional and dabbler. D- but... It, like, okay, this guy is involved in way too many of them. He can't possibly be any good at any mm. of them. And therefore, poser slash dilettante. Okay. Which is something. And and that, for me, it's been a, um, like, I go, uh, like, I have only been able to do the things that I've done because I've. I obsessed. Mm -hmm. I focused on that thing. I cut away all the other distractions. I wouldn't allow the dilettantism Mm -hmm. to, to, um, to, to play a part. Therefore, I had a, I have a particular relationship with that idea and Ah. have, and have the habit of that idea for a long, you know, part of my life. And, um, and so if I decide that I'm going to start shooting, well, that's what I do to the exclusion of all else. And mm. I go to, you know, I attend a gunsmithing school. I start
0: reloading. I start, you know, you're, you're all, all in the, from oh. the bottom to the top. It's not just, hey, I'm going to obsess about You know marksmanship and accuracy but i need to
1: i need to learn as much about these things and then you know it's like okay i'm gonna build um you know a bolt action rifle and that means i'm gonna have to develop a load for this specific gun and that means you know there's going to be a lot of testing and a lot Mm -hmm. of experimentation i'm gonna have a good starting point because you know uh, my that particular project, my friend, Art Meyer was working for Fireland at the time. You know some and, folks. And so I could, yeah, I got some people I could ask about things. And, and so, um, so I, I could get good because, you know, or, or, or grow into the thing relatively quickly because of what I consider a good ability to obsess mm. about it and, and focus. And so st- Seeing and then hearing about it, Like oh he does this And he does this And he does this And I'm like Fuck that Fuck guy yeah, Exactly <laughs> What a yeah. douche But then also You know I was I had this um, I didn't Because I was not comfortable within With the 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 hipster within Okay I was anti Anything ah. hipster, That I associated with hipster
0: Sure And, and you <laughs> and know I'd It's put interesting Put that on you Based no, on No it's okay An
1: appearance I,
0: I no, I, I mean it's okay. I I feel like, and maybe this is a lack of self awareness where it's like, I don't necessarily like see myself as a hipster. Though I, dev- I mean, I will admit I have plenty of hipster tendencies. But as I, as I, I don't n- even know what it means anymore. It's it's <laughs> uh, it's basically anyone who gives a shit about anything. If you have any modicum of, uh, yeah, of of wait, intentionality, wait. okay.
1: The one test, the one litmus test question. Okay. Do you. I don't drink IPAs. Oh, that's a good one. Kind of, but. Okay, sorry. N- n- um, do you own a tweed vest that either has a silk or leather back? Well, or is it tweed? see he tweed all the way around? Like that's a no. That they they a, no, they come different.
0: they come with a they come with a liner typically, and I'm trying to think of what the it's called a jacquard. a jacquard, mm-hmm. or a waistcoat. Is the t- well the, the lining itself is jacquard, it's just jacquard Is the name yeah. of the fabric? Okay, um, I know this because this is what my wife does for a living, and I have absorbed so much um, fashion jargon through osmosis nice. which has been useful in developing a clothing line um so to answer your question uh, kind but of, also
1: yes. useful in developing a personal look sure when it you know when
0: it comes to using fashion to communicate yeah those. which yeah. apparently what i'm communicating is i'm a pretentious douchebag <laughs> um that that participates in far too many activities and then it does uh, yeah Shit. which what well, what here's which which you know
1: uh I gotta say that you know the the, the glasses that I look through mm-hmm. are particular. Sure. So that may not be what you're broadcasting to
0: others. Oh no, it it, it it is. It okay. is for sure because that's if you if you want to waste some time with uh, some mild entertainment, go look at some of our. Uh, the comment section on some of our advertisements, advertisements, oh. and actually, I think part of it is is actually these fucking assholes out here mm-hmm. have now led me to lean into it even harder. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, you think this is hipster? Yeah, check this out, she- right? Because. Cause I know, I, I know my capabilities, Cause and it's n- like, hey, have you ever had your ass kicked by a hipster? Yeah. No. no what key. does that make you? Like, I, what does that put you in the in the chain in the hierarchy? I had I had this uh, a similar thought some that
1: were like uh, two years ago or a year and a half ago. Um, I was the the pistol I was carrying all the time was a three eighty. Okay. And I was just like, dude, do you know how embarrassing it's gonna be? To get shot by a 380. Uh, bucket Ugh. to get dropped by a nine mil short. Wow, womp, womp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're the only thing, you know, worse would be a 32 or, or, a, 20 or a 22. Or <laughs> 22. Yeah. yeah, man.
0: Yeah. Twenty two you'd take a lot, though.
1: I mean, unless, well, unless placement placement
0: matters. Yeah. yeah. To some degree. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, I, no,
1: no. That, uh, it, but yeah. you're but you're right. Like uh, no one wants to get <laughs> a sp- Especially in front of their friends, <laughs> right? Get like choked out by a hipster, yeah. Who just happily happily sipping not an IPA while he's you know putting you to sleep,
0: right? We're <laughs> like just one <laughs> hand here, the other one choking, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is funny. I mean, you know, and we're all guilty of it. I I think, and I, and most of this was, I, I I kind of knew the answer to this. I just wanted to, you know, but then, take, I mean, have a little s- fun with it. Seeing
1: how. Like, spending some time together mm-hmm. and seeing how far, you know, okay, you're into the things, but you do them. But you, you know, you do them. Sure. You Yeah, go I don't down just put road, on, I don't not, put
0: on a, you know, a helmet and crampons and then just stand there at the trailhead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, again, and exactly, I. Exactly,
1: or, or, you know, post it to social media or yeah, you know, have of a like, photograph to take, you know, or something like here's, that. Here's yeah. the
0: pic of me, you know, pretending like I'm doing this thing. And I think it's very easy to make that assumption because there are a lot of people who actually, do. that is what they do. That, that's what they do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like so So it's easy and it's hard to, um, you know, kind of uh, dis- disseminate between, okay, some authenticity, yeah. right, and, and some... Faking it, as it were. Um, some pretenders. P- uh, that Palo Santo I that she was about to. <laughs> it's not good for dogs. I don't think. Yeah, it might be. actually well, maybe you it's great for them. It might be. Great. It smells amazing. Maybe it does. It does. Um, but 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 there is a lot of that, and and you know I've kind of played into that a little bit with with some of our marketing where it's like, hey man, what these these snap judgments. Um, often says more about the individual making them than it does absolutely do you know what I mean and, and yep. just like you revealed it like well this is where that came from right and yours came from a different place a lot of other people's comes more so from their insecurity yeah. right where I mean how quickly do we see something that flies in the face of uh, you know it, it makes us confront our own Inequity, so to speak, and man, we really get mad about it really fast. Oh yeah, yeah. If I see a little bit of myself in the the thing, son of a, (laughs) I'm gonna let this person out. You, you wait till they read this comment. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show these assholes
1: because that's how we change the world. Yes, is
0: well choking them out and then showing them. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Man, um. There's a lot of stuff that I I think <laughs> I, I I think I still would like to probe, and thankfully for me, um, we might have another opportunity. We can, we can we can chat more, but I think for the listener, we probably touched on about as much as they can handle for one sitting. Um, I mean, that's a that was a solid just over two and a half hours. Not, yeah, th- this will be the longest Savage Gentleman episode to date, which is not surprising. I mean, Josh I, and, Tyler. You know that we can talk. Oh, indeed, <laughs> we, can we? Uh, and how? And exactly. <laughs> so, and and I, you know, I want to. I direct people to some of the stuff that you guys are doing, but just as a as a, you know, quick little reminder. Yeah. Kind of where they can find you, um, if they want to. Hopefully, I, I my my hope is that. Everyone who has listened to this wants to probe this deeper because you fucking should. There's no excuse not to go looking into what this guy is doing because, uh, man, it's it's worthwhile. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The
1: for for this, you know, what happens in this space, non mm-hmm. profit dot media, and that's N-O-N-P-R-O-P-H-E-T, um, uh, which is kind of a play on words from my old organization, which you know was. You know, people accused us of being a cult, and I was like, yeah. Sure. Of, I'm course, of course we are. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't we be? Um, but, uh, and then the nonprofit podcast, which, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify can can be found. And I th- we posted episode 164
0: today. Nice. So there's quite um, Ooh, a we've bit we've of. Got some catching up to do here. Yeah. Damn, yeah. I need to get on it. Um, some of the some of the material that, that that people can, you know, hopefully get some insight. I mean, obviously, there's um extreme alpinism. There's Kiss or Kill, so which is, both of those climbing books. Mm-hmm. You know, one
1: as I said, extreme alpinism is uh, how not to. You can still f- it is. Uh, it went out of. It was published in 1999. It went out of print uh, three weeks ago. Oh, um, publisher, you know, was like, all right, didn't sell enough copies last year, so we're done. Uh, the surprise there to me is that it stayed in print for so long, um, and uh, a- and that there's you know a lot of interesting um, but universal type of lessons in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Kiss or kill is basically 25 essays written over 15 years of of climbing um and you know some of the you know they were all they were originally published in various climbing magazines uh all rewritten for the book and then with an author's note you know at the end of those 15 years basically with a you know renewed perspective Mm -hmm. um that is still out there in paperback you could find a hardback copy and actually you know uh one of the gentlemen that showed up at the symposium found a hardback copy nice. uh, recently, and I mean, I still see them in the wild sometimes. <laughs> but um, then uh, Refuge, which we published, and it's only available um, through uh, through the nonprofit through website. website. Mm-hmm. All the hardback copies and special editions with slipcase; those are gone. And uh, soft cover is still available. Same content inside, and it's nicely—it's a nice soft cover. Yeah. Um, and. And then the Ray's Anthology, which is the first five issues of our zine, Ray's. There's a couple of one-offs after that. Those are all in the nonprofit mm-hmm. sort of store. Um, and then on my personal website, which is just marktwight.com, that's where what I reserve for um, my practice of photography. Ah. And so there are images there, prints available, some writing, but most of the writing is in the journal section mm-hmm. on
0: non- nonprofit sites. Nice. It, it is a. I am no
1: longer on Insta. I mean, I, I, I haven't kind Instagram- of sworn I- off. Yeah, the y- social media thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm still using um, Vero, which is a uh, social media platform um, that a friend of mine, Eamon Hariri, d- developed. And um, it, there is no data harvesting, there is no advertising. Uh, it was, I think,. It may be ninety nine cents a month now, um, but originally for the first several years it was free as mm-hmm. they were developing stuff. Um, some pretty cool people. They put a bunch. You know, the, the organ- Vero is an organization puts money into helping people produce short films. Oh, wow. sub- they started a record company. Um, it, it, it's really cool what's sort of happening there, and it's and it's not nearly as divisive and f- you know full of shit. And, <sighs> and negativity as you know some of these other pla- and the you other, won't yeah. and you won't lose you know the, the 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 privacy sort of settings about you know who sees to what depth mm-hmm. into you know it's just like you know it's, it's just like life yeah in a way it's pretty so I, I i still um do use that but instagram is gone twitter was gone a long time ago mm-hmm. which
0: i think good I w- for you i i'm jealous i have yet to be able to Break those shackles because of the nature of the business and and what we do. But um, I mean, it's it's um,
1: it's an interesting thing, you know. I went away for a while and then I came back and then I found, you know, the bad habits developing again <laughs> of just fucking doom scrolling and like, uh, you know, the the, the extraordinary loss of time mm-hmm. and. And um, and then I you know I read your own Lanier's book you know t- ten reasons to you know delete your social media accounts. Oh yeah, um, and he's sort of a you know he's a Silicon Valley plank holder, and basically said, hey, this shit got out of control. We we thought and you know that that it would you know be for the greater good, and then it turned out um, something, it, it, <laughs> it came something different. <laughs> yeah, <sighs>
0: and I and I think he's right. You know, it's just like it's hard to argue against it. I mean in 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 some respects though as much as as vile as it can be and as much as i begrudgingly use it um were it not for that medium i wouldn't have found this place oh i i
1: agree you know there, there, there
0: is some there are some good things to it but man absolutely I, I think i got most of the good stuff out of it now i'm, <laughs> I'm ready to just but I think there's, and, and depending on how you run a business, like it's, you know, we
1: were, you know, as at nonprofit, we were, you know, we were boosting some ads, we were buying some advertising, mm-hmm. you know, to get things promoted so that more people saw them. Um, we couldn't, I, you know, tie really any sales to the, you know, the 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 money spent on those sure. on, on that advertising. And, you know, sometimes the amount of negativity is just – it's just distracting. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what we ended up doing is basically anybody who's ever, you know, bought anything from us or willingly shared their email, share a public one, you know, that you're you're not the – you know, so that you know that you're going to get stuff. And, you know uh, – we've been pretty good you know uh once a week or once every 10 days about of sending out an email when we have a new article when mm-hmm. we have a new podcast just to let people know s- because they're not finding out on social media cuz sure. we're not posting there anymore and um and the engagement you know we haven't suffered any loss mm-hmm. in revenue the engagement that does happen with people is far more meaningful it's, than
0: well it's more intimate right and yeah. and and actually we just as a heads up, um, huh. a Savage Gentleman, I think, is going to start shifting more focus to that medium of email where, you know, it's, it's it, I think it's a better it's now a better form of communication. Yeah, um, you can get a lot because at the end of the day, and we talked about this quite a bit at the symposium, you know, the, the notion of um, quality over quantity. And it's like, yeah. man, you can fire off a ton of tweets or Instagram posts or whatever, but you know it's going to be lacking, and yeah,
1: so and 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 then you don't have any idea. I mean, you know, as a my I I think um, when I stopped on Instagram, I had four. You know, on my personal account, I had forty thousand followers, but it's not translating who, to
0: who are these people? You don't. Well,
1: well, yeah, how many of them are actually people, and right? which ones are you know bots? Is is one question, but then also it's like that never. If I was. And I wasn't using it for business, you know. It's mm. just like a, a, you know, it's a signpost, it's a communication, t- I don't know, actually. You know, I mean, I started using it to rehearse Refuge, because mm. Refuge as a book, it's a marriage of images and words. Yep. And so I practiced on Instagram how to do that. And now that I'm done, and then th- then once that got figured out and the book was made and published, um, then I... Uh, then I was just using it for kind of entertainment and to you for know. anger porn, basically. The, like, yeah.
0: Hey, here's something that I could be angry about. Yeah. Cause I don't know. It seems like a, I, I don't know why we all do it. We're all guilty of it, but oh, it's yeah. like, man, this. Wh- I don't know what in our brain signals that this is a good use of my time. It's just a fucking fester over, um, things that I really can't do much about what someone may or may, you know, something, you know, what got
1: said or typed or whatever and may or may not have been meant.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. So one thing you, you, you mentioned briefly, I just want to reiterate, um, is the, the space program. Yeah. We have a lot of guys that, you know, are interested in working out and being, uh, creative with their workouts. I mean, Mm -hmm. some of these guys, some people are brand new and, um, I don't know if this is maybe the best place to start with, with, you know, not a ton of experience, but I don't think you also, you don't need to be a fitness expert either to appreciate what you guys do No, and you don't
1: necessarily need to, you know, like if you're, if you're looking for ideas, if you're Mm -hmm. looking for, you know, um, then, uh, it's a place because it's not like, okay, there, there's, you know, we're posting, um, training sessions seven days a week. Yeah. Um, but we're not expecting anyone to do all to, of them. Yeah, <laughs> you'll last about two weeks, maybe,
0: maybe if you're lucky. Um, because some some of them are, um, pretty difficult. Some of um, them are downright insane. Like you have to be a crazy person to even attempt yeah. some of these.
1: And every you know everything you know to pick and choose you know go, go in and pick and choose and it's and it is a, a subscription thing. You you know you don't need to be on it for a year necessarily mm-hmm. to, to get some information get and some, some inspiration ideas. stuff you
0: can utilize. And uh, yeah. And, and, you know, uh, to those, those of you guys out there, cause you know, they're aware that I have some fitness mm-hmm. workout knowledge and a lot of yeah. people like, Hey man, can you like help? I'm like, I'm like having interacted with, with, with the folks here, I don't feel remotely qualified to give people any kind of exercise advice. I I just direct them to the source. It's like, Hey, if you want to know, um, if you want really, you know, to, to, to get the most out of it, just, just go to nonprofit.media, check out the space program and um, read some of the articles and, and dive in there because there's, you know, nothing that I can give you uh is going is going to is going to come close to that and there's an interesting thing you know we, we rebuilt the website or
1: michael rebuilt the website um uh within the last couple of months cuz we needed to 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 do a, have a new platform so that we could attach a forum to the space program, so mm. um, if anybody remembers those from those the old things? days, <laughs> those old things, <laughs> yeah, um, it's a place, and there's some good question and answer mm-hmm. happening, and people sharing their experiences. I tried this workout. This is how I had to adapt it for the limited equipment that I had, or this, pr- you know, work around this particular injury, mm. or you know, whatever. Wherever it is. they happen to be, yeah, it, it, you know, it, in in that space, and so it, it will give ideas not only of the training itself, but how to integrate it into mm. you know your own thing, and and uh, you know, if I can cancel at any
0: time. I'm um it's 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 worth poking around. I, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So man, Mark, really this is long overdue. I'm really glad we were able to sit down and, and have this and um
1: me too. I'm just I'm so glad we didn't do it yesterday when I was a, still not like, quite <laughs> Yeah. Yeah,
0: no no. no. I yeah. like I said I was I, I was a little bit I was thinking about the whole thing yesterday and I was like, "Oh man, what where do i even where do I even go with this thing you know and and so i i I had some ideas, and today I was a little bit frazzled running around doing stuff for the business here while I'm in town, yeah, um and I was like really nervous like oh crap i'm gonna i'm gonna lose it i had I had some things, oh where did they go and 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 thankfully, um I felt like we were able to touch on a good portion of it and so um, it
1: was good, and if and if either of us can remember what we <laughs> talked about on this one, then we can talk about something different in round two. Should
0: that happen, totally, you know, absolutely. A future um, visit. Thank you guys for listening, for watching. Um, you know, Indeed. appreciate you yeah. uh, hanging out with us, and and you know, feel free to reach out to to me. Don't don't contact, don't bug him. Um, but if or if or you have try or try, you I can mean, try. But if you have some stuff, sometimes um, it takes me like six months to answer an yeah. email, but. Most I'll um get if 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 you need some specific things now that he's no longer uh social media attached I'll run it up to the lad- up the ladder for you um, <laughs> there we go and uh <laughs> well until next time cool thank you and thank you mm-hmm. man.